Welcome to Days Crunchy and Milk. If you have any questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Around? That is one of the ways. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those of you that need instant gratification in this millennial-based world. And, of course, the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod. That's S-K-I-M-P-O-D. For the more patient amongst you, which is none of us, let's be honest, the email address for the show is podcast at stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again, being spelled with a K. We're also available via Apple Podcast, something I've never heard of. Stitcher Radio. Are any of you still using that shit? TuneIn Radio. Whatever the fuck that is, I, I couldn't tell you. Google Play. I've heard of that. I don't use it, but if you do, thank you. Spotify. Now that one I use, so find us on there. I know we're on there. And of course, at the website, stayscrunchymilk.com. Now I ask that you please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show, because honestly, I don't do that shit. And I need someone to pick up my slack. Now, I hear that there is a group of people here that collectively discuss music, and they provide for you, yes you, a pod call cast. It's a musical discussion show built on a hip-hop foundation, which seems to be what makes the musical world turn these days. And I hear it's pretty swell. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP, and your host, Internet's Tasty Tayrell713. Uh, <clears throat> Why well, look, my microphone turned back up again, Anthony. <laughs> I just don't want you to be great. I guess not. So I, this this why this why I kind of like fuck remote recording because it's kind of awful. But <clears throat> you fall down an endless tunnel with doom reality. Graphically, my killer bee family sees the galaxy insanity, titanium and stomach devouring Guinness. My flesh is solid stone despite my outer appearance. Still disease kill viruses, planets, and racial creatures. Made them see spout tumors so bad. While spatial creatures waste your peoples less out in the rain. Fountains of pain. 80 shots to the mouth and the brain. Shouting my name, Holocaust. Black man whose veins littered with thorns. Back smack you so hard all your seeds will be born deformed. Swarm dorms, sting birds, fling verbs like mean curves, strike flea. Mice flea, I infect them with green germs. Ringworm, because I'm filthy and guilty, dastardly mastery. My felony melody has to be a bastard's masterpiece. Stop grafting me. Chump-ass niggas, I am tempt me. I break it down simply. I'm horrifyingly empty, spitting darts on the tip of a glacier used for my hideout. Rock-crushing German suplex while spine slide out. The side route. Forearm bash with 20 jabs on the ab while your lab gets stabbed in bloody bath. While I'm sipping herbal teas, verbal, verbal bees plant fertile seeds. Bitches leave with broke backs, swollen palms, and purple knees. Circle thieves like vultures in deserts rest on a cactus. Got Oscar nominee MC stuck to my hatchet. Drastic indescribable pain, I'll injure bars. While Bobby stole razor CDs like ninja stars. And that song goes, choo, 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 choo. And then the person comes <laughs> in, drop down a manhole. Yo, I rap ammo, blows out your candle. Check, yo. I mean, both those verses really go hard, so it could have been me doing Holocaust's verse or the Rizzo's verse, and I went with Holocaust's verse. But uh, hello, welcome to it. Stay Crunchy and Milk. It's episode 407 in the King's Highway. It rides smooth. I'm joined by two out of the three of my best friends. It's Tatum216. Hello. And the homeboy, the real ODP. Howdy. Uh, Box is uh, not, not, not filling up the snuff as, as we do this remote record, and... Uh, I'm telling you already, 
how this one goes. Let's all just keep our fingers crossed. My microphone acting fool, Gabe's internet acting fool, and is the solid one on this. Board. Finally, <laughs> so, I'm knocking uh, on wood. We shall see how this all transpires. I think uh, this is what I have no idea. We have taken a. Are we, it's for Micah. You noticed, or maybe you didn't notice, we have taken a couple of weeks off. Uh, just, just stuff got in the way. And plus, we was like, let's just let's let's just have a breath. A lot of stuff uh, getting uh, Gabe. I mean, Gabe is yeah. Gabe is packing up his house to get to get ready to go to go go adventure across the land. My my kids are uh, my 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 son is starting his uh, senior year of high school. My youngest is starting their freshman year of high school. It's been a lot of life. Anthony's kids, both kids, are going to school. And your youngest is starting uh, preschool, pre K, pre K. Yep. Okay, and you and you and you and you. And you. What, about to, what, what grade is uh, about to be in? Uh, first grade. First grade, okay. I thought I was like, yeah, he did. He done did a year, yeah, uh, two years. Yeah. He did pre K and then he did K. Right on. But strangely <laughs> enough, he's having the same teacher this year. I right, bring it back around. <laughs> Do it again. That's all right. So it's been a lot going on in our lives in general. So like I said, we just we, a couple of weeks off was uh was necessary and needed, and I'm okay with that. I hope you are too. Uh, if you are a patron, you got a lot of stuff though. I, I I'll be I'm telling you right now, I hook it. So if you was a patron, you didn't you didn't miss a beat. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm, I'm glad for that. I, I try I try to I try to take care of you. In that, in that pay the cost to be the boss. That's exactly yes, what it is, right. man. You put in on this, and I got you back. But you know it is when we do regular we, when we do remote shows. We are talking via the internet. You know we got a real standard operating procedure. Read a couple of news stories. Get a, get a, get a updates in everybody's lives. Do some ember to ass on. Get the fuck out of dodge. That's the plot. That's how we do this. So let us begin with some crazy wild shit. And of course, it's gonna be in this time, damn time, in, in this post, in this post vaccine midst in the midst of pandemic. I see more people be saying post pandemic. I'm like, that's just not true. But I can okay. say post vaccine because we do live in a world where if you wanted to, you could be vaccinated. If you in most in many parts of the world, I say most would be an outright lie. Some places just they can't get their hands on a vaccine. Other places get the hand of vaccine and just simply choose not to. Those people are idiots. Let's talk about it. Thousands in Germany thought they had their vaccine. It may have been saline instead. This is Sharon Pruitt Young over at NPR. A nurse in northern Germany is suspected of having duped thousands of people into receiving a shot of saline rather than a COVID-19 vaccine. Authorities say that a Red Cross nurse working at a vaccination site in Friesland is believed to have given out the fake shot to residents during March and April, Reuters reported. reported. Around 8,600 people should have received the could have received their saline solution instead of the vaccine. Sven Ambrosi, a direct a, a district administrator in Friesland, said on Facebook, "I'm totally shocked by the incident." Ambrosi said, "That's me doing my German." The uh, district of Fries, the district of Friesland will do everything possible to ensure that the affected people receive their vaccination protection as soon you as possible. You sound Scottish, man. Yeah, really. I slide over to that one real easy, too. <laughs> <laughs> the saline solution is not dangerous, but officials are urging anyone who got vaccinated at the Rolfhausen Vaccination Center during the period to get vaccinated again. They are contacting by phone or email those who may have received a fake vaccine, and a dedicated information phone line has been established, officials wrote on Facebook. Health officials in Lower Saxony, man, they got great names in Germany. 
said the nurse in question had access to the vaccines. She was responsible for the preparation of vaccines and the preparation of syringes during her working hours in the vaccination center, CNN reported. It is unclear if there's been any arrests or charges filed related to the case, according to Reuters. The nurse has not been named publicly and the possible motivation has not been stated. However, the person in question did reportedly have social media social media posts expressing skepticism about the COVID-19 vaccines. A similar, scandal, mm-hmm. Sorry. A, a similar scandal unfolded in India last month. Thousands paid to receive the vaccine at a vaccination camp. Oh, excuse me. They threw quotes around it, so let me throw quotes around it. A vaccination camp. But I can hear the quotes without you doing the fingers, too. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, we're given the shots of saline solution. Authorities arrested 14 people alleging they had gave around 4,000 people fake or expired vaccines and collected thousands of dollars in the process. Because grifters gone grift and people who think that their beliefs is what matters the most will fuck over people. Okay. So, and when we were texting, this is offline stuff for, for you <laughs> listeners out there. Ant was texting like, why don't we put a more uh, a, a news on the news where we uh, try to make the uh, headline more honest? So after hearing that story, what was that headline again? Let me take a shot at it. Ah, forgive me, I just uh, was swallowing my, my beverage. <clears throat> the headline reads as follows: Thousands in Germany thought they had their vaccine. It may have been saline instead. All right, that's a simple one. That headline: uh, Thousands in Germany may have had, had their vaccine. Wait. Thousands in Germany thought they had, thought their, they had vaccine. their vaccine. It may have been saline instead. Because of some asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there, the, addition see? That, the addition of that little bit. I, I, I think um, we could just um, I wonder, how often, to... I wonder how often we could just add because of some assholes on the, to the headline <laughs> and it works. <laughs> So if we jump over to the the Reuters version of this story, who initially reported it, I'll give you their headline. You see what you can do with this one. Suspected saline switch sparks vaccine stir in Germany. This German bitch tripping. Because of some asshole. (laughs) (laughs) See how that that still worked? Now, if we do the CNN version of this article, German nurse accused of swapping COVID vaccines for saline solution. This bitch is tripping. <laughs> it should, that shit would have been a comma right there. This bitch is tripping. They need to fire way. this bitch. <laughs> so in that case, both of y'all's uh, punch-ups work well. And uh, I, I side by you. I agree with them. Well done. Uh, uh, this, is, uh, this is our little local fair. This is uh, from a uh, uh, scene, you know, Cleveland scene. More than a dozen Northeast Ohio music clubs and theaters announced a new joint policy requiring vaccination or negative COVID tests. It's by Jeff Nissel. Anyone of y'all doing a punch up on that headline before before we get into this? Because people uh, can't be trusted. Uh, <laughs> venues have to take it into their own hands. Yeah. Or these <laughs> niggas about to trip. <laughs> <laughs> I can't punch it up like that, but that works. So, so okay. So let's 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 try them both. You you, you can you do- you can change it to hunkies or something. <laughs> <laughs> More than a dozen Northeast Ohio music clubs and theaters announced new joint policy requiring vaccination or negative COVID tests because people can't be trusted. Or 
More than a dozen Northeast Ohio music clubs and theaters announced new joint policy requiring vaccination or negative COVID tests, and these niggas gonna be tripping. Both just love delicious. I kind of, I kind of feel like if um, I mean, I know we could probably just uh, own our own, like run our own news site, but then like <laughs> if we put that in the byline, they'll be like. I think we'll get so many reads. <laughs> These <laughs> niggas gonna be tripping. More than a dozen regional music clubs and theaters, including the Agora, the Beachland, the Bop Stop, Grog Shop, Happy Dog, Jilly's Music Room, May Halls, Music Box, Musica, the Nightlight, and Rial- the Rialto Theater, Westside Bowl, and the Winchester. Those two of those are literally around the corner from my house. If you take a corner left and or right. <laughs> Uh, have jointly decided to require proof of vaccinations or negative COVID-19 tests for entry into their venues. Many national touring bands are now requiring that venues have a policy of only vaccinated staff members on site during their show, and the patrons also prove that they've been vaccinated or are COVID negative, says Beachland Ballroom and Tavern owner Cindy Barber in a press release. And some may still require a mask, but this policy may help keep our schedules mostly intact. As Northeast Ohio venues, we all want to have the same base policy so our fans can understand and feel protected when they ha- when they come to support live music. The new policy will f- go into full effect no later than T's birthday, Tuesday, September 7th. Add that little, that, they didn't write about T's birthday, but they probably should have. Patrons will be required to show proof of vaccination or proof of negative test results within 48 hours of, of entry at venues throughout Northeast Ohio. To get into Canada right now, they require 72 hours. So 48 hours, they they they, they is not bullshit. They like, bruh, I need to know you safe. Ah, uh, these these restrictions will remain in place indefinitely and are subject to change with current public health conditions and as guidance is reevaluated. As regional venue owners and operators, we are united in prioritizing the health and safety of our patrons, staff, artists, and our businesses says Jilly's music, Music's Room owner, Jill Bacon Madden. We were thrilled to reopen and invite people to gather and celebrate live music performances and film again. The rise in COVID cases coupled with the vaccine hesitancy is a threat to live entertainment to the live entertainment economy. We are committed to taking positive action to get through the rot and rise above it. Happy Dog co-owner Sean Watterson agrees with Madden. Venues locally and across the country just reopened after over a year of being closed due to COVID safety concerns, he says. We need to do what we can to operate safely and realize these are imperfect solutions to problems that are largely out of our control. We are working with local partners on solutions to continually improve safety for audiences. Performers and staff and oh, performers, it was a comma, not a, a period, I'm sorry. Improve safety for audiences, performers and staff, and we recognize that as conditions change, we will need to adapt and adjust our efforts. Acceptable documentation may be a physical or digital copy of a COVID-19 vaccination record card or proof as permitted locally that they can be matched with a driver's license or state ID. A test result must be in the form of a of written documentation. Guests are strongly encouraged to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status, except while actively eating and drinking. It's interesting because tonight... Kings of Leon were to perform. Were supposed to perform at uh, Blossom, and one of their staff members tested positive, and whole concert shut the fuck down. Wow! And and, and that's and that's because that's because you know the band's people 
like I said, one of their staff members is is got a, a positive result. So of course I fully support this. They've been there's been talk of the Browns possibly making uh requiring uh similar things for people to come attend games this season. And I'm, I'm with that shit too. <laughs> I'm like make them, shit. make them players get tested too. And, and tested and or and or uh vaccinated too. But so far the only team in the NFL that is fully vaccinated is the Atlanta Falcons. Huh. I don't want to throw my supporter behind that squad, but I mean I guess I would if I had to. Because they doing right, and I gotta respect it. So, tears with the tears, people. I uh, think it's because they want to go to strip clubs <laughs> and eat wings. You know, I, I whatever gonna get you through the door. You know what I'm saying? I've been to a strip club with a few. Uh, with, whatever uh, gonna get an ass wings. in your lap. I'm sorry. What was that game? <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, I went to a strip club once and it had pretty decent wings. I mean, we talk about how good the food was at the circus and the sideshow. I think we talked about it before, but yeah, you know, we talk, talk about, about it again. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but uh, once upon a time there was a, 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 a gentleman's club in downtown, no, in the flats area of Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, which is an, which which is an entertainment district we have in town. And it was, was close East enough. To, it was close enough to our job. That we could dip out to it uh, and go have lunch, and you saying, "Come on, bruh, really?" But lunch was five dollars, and it was really good lunch. In addition to titties, well, <laughs> like, actually, but see, that's the thing, though. In, in that particular location, uh, especially how we usually sat, like the stay, like the the main stage is inside of the vicinity yeah. where we were. It was like in the lobby of the vicinity. Pretty much. I mean, like, if not the lobby, yeah. but yeah, we were in like the, the sitting area, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Basically the yeah. dining room, if you will. And and they had a very, very small stage for like for walkthroughs, pretty much. Yeah. So let I remember this menu. I could run through it real quick. Please do. It was pasta primavera. Yeah. Yeah. It was steak. It was mm-hmm. a um a uh a pork chocolate. Um, chicken, yeah, and, amazing. And I think they might have. It might have been like one other dish that I that I never got. But that pork chop was at least two inches thick. Yeah. That steak. It was a small steak, but it was a it was it was a steak. It wasn't like um, little chop steak shit. Yeah, it wasn't no bullshit. It, I don't even eat pork, and that pork chop was fat as fuck. That yeah. that was a, that was a big ass pork chop. Um, I, I love the pasta primavera. I used to get the chicken, but the mashed potatoes they had were Yukon Gold. Yep. The first time I ever had Yukon Gold mashed potatoes. And they did something where of course they like they creamed or whatever, but they they put little pieces of crispy potato skin inside of the potatoes. Yeah. Man. It's one of it's one of those situations where you actually want to just go back and talk to the damn chef. It was just that yeah. good. That food was amazing. Yeah, it is like it, it wasn't like how you hear stories about like oh they got you know a five dollar spaghetti plate. Yeah. Oh and yeah, and you got a salad and bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, with every they meal for five dollars. Not a two yes. drink minimum. Not no bullshit. Yeah, no two drink minimum. Like um, and not to mention, like I said, it was ladies there. Our yeah. our friend um, who went with us. 
he often got a got a lap dance or um, a double shot of Hennessy when he went. So we were always still good to the house, even though all of us weren't. Yeah, they still they still um, you know got what they wanted out of one of us. Yeah, yeah, it's good food. Icing, as they say, icing on the titty. <laughs> Who are they, and why did they say that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you're getting icing, uh, what is your preference, on a titty or on a cake? Mm. That's a tough one for tea. I really love cake, and I don't love I food and sex. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I'd rather have it on the. Um... On 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 the cake, even though I'm not a big cake fan. Yeah, I'm not one of those dudes who are trying to eat, uh, you know, whatever off my woman. I'm just not. I don't. I don't. I never have been like, uh, let's 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 get the whipped cream popping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, neither have I. So I don't I like that. It. It, it, it makes me probably. I'm probably a bland guy, or you call me vanilla, but vanilla's a flavor. And it's actually a very uh, amazing flavor. It comes from orchids yeah. and shit. So fuck off with that. Talking maybe you know vanilla shaming in this in this operation. <laughs> like I, I would like to if um, I like to stand on a Christian platform here. I like to keep my my food and sex differently in different in different rooms. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> I said my food and sex. My sex can be in any room. It's okay. Not really more of an, not an outside man, to tell you that, but I mean, I get it. Some people are. What was I watching? Uh, I was watching, uh, I was watching Ted Lasso. I was watching Ted Lasso, and uh, the one guy made a joke is like, he walked in, he walked on this girl, uh, uh, you know, having a wink, as he, as he said, Are you having a wink? <laughs> he goes, Let me see what you're watching. And she goes, No. And he goes, Oh, let me tell you, I, mean, I, I love watching people have sex in the woods. She goes, and she looks at her like crazy. Goes, it's because I can never be that brave, and I love that joke. I love that joke, and it's honestly what it's me too, bro. Me too. <laughs> Poor Layton out in, in outdoor sex, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> a lot of people leave porno in the woods, so uh, somebody want to have sex out there. Fair. I didn't know they call it wank for women too. Uh, I mean, it works. Yeah, it was over. They're progressive, and uh, I mean, not necessarily progressive, but they—I guess—they had sex before us Americans. They sure, they sure did. <laughs> we got all the prudes over here. That's our country was founded yeah, by prudes. Literally, they kicked out all the prudes. We're going over here to be prudish over here and ruin y'all such y'all whole vibe. Oh, I'm, <laughs> it's Thursday, man. That means I get I, that means I get a fresh Ted Lasso here in just a few hours. So that's dope. Excited for that. Uh, last story. Again, it's a local story, and uh, it, 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 it's uh, I'm going to give you a, a, a trigger warning and a content warning. Sexual assault is going to be discussed here. Uh-oh. And uh, if that's something you don't want to fuck with, I'll tell you to just give us about three, four minutes while I read through the story and we kind of comment on it. Uh, we'll keep Cleveland, it Cleveland Municipal Court employees accused of sexually assaulting women in the Justice Center. You know what I'm saying? We have what's known as the Justice Center downtown Cleveland. It is where we uh, it's where the county jail is housed. It's where Cleveland Police Headquarters are, is located. Is Cleveland Police Headquarters there or somewhere headquarters somewhere else? Either it's way, the headquarters downstairs and the museum downstairs. And that's where Sarah Koenig did um, uh, season three of um, Syria. Yeah. Yeah. 
Also, it's 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 where we uh where court is 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 uh, is taken. You know, what I'm saying civil matters and uh, criminal matters are, are oftentimes handled in this particular building, this center of justice. But not night but court. The, Don't let them fool you. Yeah, the story is. The story is by Adam Ferris over at Cleveland.com. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, a longtime Cleveland Municipal Court employee is accused of sexually assaulting a woman in his office at the Downtown Justice Center. Zeno Kirby, 50, is charged with rape. He is not in police custody, but a warrant has was issued Thursday for his arrest. Court records do not list an attorney for Kirby. Kirby's an officer for the court's pretrial services department, according to city employment records. The department is in charge of making recommendations to judges for keeping defendants in jail or releasing them from custody, along with treatment options while their court cases are pending. He used his position at the court to facilitate in the offense, according to court records filed in the case. Kirby began working for the city in the in December of 1994 and has been in his current role since 2018, according to city records. Court spokesman Ed Ferrick, sort of thing said he was unaware of the criminal charge, but would look into the matter. The incident happened July 26th in Kirby's office at the Justice Center in downtown Cleveland, according to court records. Kirby exposed his penis to a 27-year-old woman, grabbed her by the hair, tried to force her to perform oral sex on him, and demanded she do so, according to court records. No other details are included in the court records. Cleveland Police Sergeant Jennifer Siachia said a police report would be released after the city's law department reviews it. And uh, just a standard fuck that dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't you know think don't anything else that headline. Yeah, no, I mean that, that's a that's a that headline is doing what it's supposed to do. There's no I don't like when we phrase it sexually assaulting. I mean I but I know what it is. People people News uh, news authorities get weird about the word rape because it has connotations, and they don't want to be caught for uh, caught out there for. Uh, is it libel in the press? Yeah, it's libel. When it's written, it's libel. Okay, very good. So, like recently, um, the one dude from Drake and Josh, it was Drake, not Josh. Yeah. Um, got got in trouble here for messing with a Canadian um girl. Yeah. So, I'm glad I read the articles out because at first I was just like, um, you know, it can it can mean anything. But that dude, she she gave the dude oral. That dude should be in fucking jail. He should be. He got the, uh, I believe, two years of probation. Yes. He's even that big of a celebrity. How do you get that? Because Nickelodeon money. Because people, because this nation don't like women. And we'll always be like, well, it's her fault, right? This nation doesn't like... She wasn't even... She's not... She's still not a woman. No, you are correct. But I'm just... It's just... They, 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 it's just... They, they treat they treat women terribly. They they always have. They continue to do so. And these are the results. The fact this man got... Char- has actually been charged with rape is, a, is a, actually in itself a big deal. Because his lawyer will argue, oh, she offered him head. But then it'll be like... I mean, any any defense attorney, I don't know, any any uh, prosecutor worth his, worth his salt would be like, "Hey, man, uh, even if she did offer you head, you were in a position of power. You should you can't be taking up officer head." But they said, "We'll we'll see how it all goes." But yeah, fuck that dude, uh, Zeno Kirby, fifty years old. You know Zeno Kirby? Smack him in his motherfucking mouth for him if you see him. 
do it for me. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 basically the news of what it is. A local news, a little COVID news, a little so forth and so on. You know how we ride. But uh, what's been going on with you, man? Man, um, I guess a lot. We went to Detroit. Yeah, word up. I came we, back. We ain't kicked. We ain't talk. I don't, but we ain't, yeah. We ain't, we ain't did this shit since Detroit. We had the last show we did. Well, in the car coming back from yeah. the D. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah, how much we, we lost until I heard the episode. Yeah, yeah all of it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sad. I mean, it's all right. Unless uh, Ann wants to retell some of his mother loving stories. <laughs> I, I had a mother loving story. You did. I said I was. I, I think it all. I got kicked off because I said uh, back in my bachelor days, I tried to be anti motherfucking. Oh yeah, I remember that now. That shit was and like you three said, weeks. You're missing out. Oh yeah, instead of uh, yeah, so somebody called. I think it was lunch called me a motherfucking. I was like, no, correction. I'm a mother lover. <laughs> but um, yeah, that 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 conversation is dead. I don't remember all what I said. If oh, okay. we lost it, we lost it. But um, so people lose sometimes. Yeah, we um, so I got home. Um, unpacked one bag and packed up another. And um, like within a couple hours, um, I was on my way to to Chicago. Um, we had a good time. We spent uh, like five five days there, five days, four nights, or something like that. Um, we did lots of things. You know, we did the the torsi thing and got some. Um, deep dish pizza, which was not that good to me. All right, so um, I got Lou out uh, deep dish. Oh yeah, buddy, shitting on uh, Lou Malinati's. Like oh. that piece of um, like Emery choked on the cheese. It was so thick. <laughs> um, like that that crust, just like it needs uh, salt. It just needs just a little bit, you know. Instead of you probably, you know, probably spraying that bitch down with some olive oil. Put some regular ass butter in that pan, cause that salt that that crust was bland. Um, those they tomatoes. Everybody, everybody who's anybody always says how Lou Maldonado's is the lick. That's the one you want to go to. You want to hit up Lou Maldonado's, and you, the only person I would trust that matters regarding food, tells you that shit is bullshit. It'll never get in my mouth. I never eat that shit. Giordano's is good. In fact, I could drive down to Columbus and get some Giordano's now if I were so inclined. Yeah, so, ma- maybe I'll, maybe good. I'll get some. At, yeah, maybe I'll get some in Columbus next time we go. Like I said, um, Giordano's is good. Plus, plus I can I, I can make it happen locally. So I'll um, tell y'all, say good evening. Hey, hey. Uh, it's the stash. <laughs> I mean, especially since like we we need a good we need a good IKEA trip. Yeah, we talking about deep dish pizza. <laughs> um oh yeah um so i i didn't enjoy it um at, at like we we um got like um uh, i think my um uh, my partner got like a four piece like sausage um pizza then we got an eight um eight piece um uh, just regular cheese and then the boys got um some thin crust pizza Okay. Now, you what know, I have my, heard is Chicago is the lick for thin crust pizza. That the reality of it is, is Chicagoans ain't eating deep dish. They like a they like a thin, they like a thin that's kind of cut how they cut it at uh, Donato's. Yeah. 
so yeah, that's, this they, is, that's the pizza you're supposed to get when you're in Chicago. That was um, it was just cut regular, and Anthony liked it. Um, he kept on saying, "Yeah, that special pizza was good." Um, so we're, I guess I could just name off the food places we we went to. We went to um, this this breakfast spot called the Honeyberry. That was pretty good. Um, a breakfast space called um, like it was the Eleventh Street Diner or something like that. That was that was that was pretty good. That was probably the best breakfast we had. Like their portions were really big. Uh, we went to um, I stopped and got lunch at Harold's one day. Oh, say word! How was Harold's? Yeah. It was it was okay. Um, that sauce, um, it's, uh, the barbecue sauce that they always talk about is is not good. I didn't like it's it. It's like it's hot sauce, it's mild sauce, and then what's the other one? I've been here about Harold's. Harold's? For, I've been here about Harold's. It's like ninety. Ninety-one, ninety-two. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, Harold's been one of one of those, one of those long heralded things in uh, in hip hop music from our Chicago MCs. So that's kind of dope. Yeah, that, I mean, I definitely wanted to go there, and um, we uh, got some food from Devil Dog. Now, where is that one at? Well, um, in, the, in your general vicinity. How did you get around? How did you How did you get around Chicago? I don't know. Uh, what was y'all travel? We took a train there. We took a train there. Um, the train was. Not that great. It was cool because, like, I got to experience it, but uh, I don't. I wouldn't want to do it again. Oh, um, like, I mean, all the trains you see on TV be looking clean as shit. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't clean. It wasn't that clean. It was, but you know, it was like I said, it was a good experience. Um, like as far as getting to experience it with your family, you get to you don't get to see a, as much as the country as you think you would. Like I kind of feel like highway the way highways are set up, you get to see um, you know farmland and stuff like that, and um, you know you get to see farmland city, farmland city, farmland city. It seemed like riding in the train, you just see freaking back roads. Like you might see a little bit of city, but you mostly see like other train yards. What that's just that's what you're going through. You just see a lot of different train yards, and then like every once in a while you'll see like um like a random neighborhood, but it's just pretty much all train yard. You're just going straight through. So in uh in 2009, technically, I I rode uh the commuter train, commuter rail from West Virginia down to DC because West Virginia was the last stop on that line. Mm-hmm. And uh that's a that's a that's a nice particular train ride. It's a it's a it's a it's a relatively lengthy train ride. It's like basically the tip of West Virginia down to the DC. So it's a couple hours. But that one is like what you think it is. Farm, city, neighborhood. Cause you it's it's a commuter rail so it's going through these yeah. towns. So that was more that's more of the the train vibe that you would feel, but it's also more of a it's a, uh, it's like a big old bus. You know what I'm saying? It's like buses. Are, I mean, it's clean and it's nice. They did take care of it, but it's just to be real. It was just like it was. It's just a big old bus because it's commuter rail. So it's like for people who live in like who live up their way, they can like go to work in D.C. and come back, go and and go home in West Virginia. So and then when we went back again in 2013, we caught the train from somewhere in Maryland, I think, just uh, or Delaware. And took it down. Just like the next stop in uh, is where we could catch the train at for their for their special inauguration train ride. So I've ridden I've ridden those trains, but that's only any you know 
reader trains and martyr trains when I was living in Atlanta, but I've never ridden an actual Amtrak. And so you saying the Amtrak experience was just uh It's like it's like being on a double decker bus. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And they had a food cart that served served like DiGiorno pizza and hot dogs. Which wasn't terrible. <laughs> but at the same time it's like, you know, especially when you you know you're doing it in a pandemic and you got kids and uh, oh man, babies crying and shit. It was a uh, well, not a, not a, not our kids, but um, some some little Amish baby back there. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know if there's uh, trains. Yeah, they. I mean, they do. Yeah, they just, they simply can't operate the trains. You know. See that? Like I don't know. It's always they, funny they, to they me. Watch like, someone play video games. They they be playing video games. That one of those little. Um, I don't know if there was Amish or Mennonite. So you gotta um, you know forgive me. But um, they had the guard, and one of them little dudes had a um, sat some kind of gaming system he was playing. He probably he made it himself. He had a Saturn. Uh, he had a, a Sega Game Gear. I wish I'd have took that bitch from like what you gonna do. <laughs> um, but okay, so uh, we had heroes. We uh, Devil Dogs is like one another local place, and it was like um. Hot dogs, burgers, and chicken and chicken tenders and stuff. Uh, we went to the Shed Aquarium. We went to the... Um, uh, we didn't go to the Chicago History Museum. We went to the regular museum. Okay. Uh, we like Pretty much we got around through like Uber and, and Walker. Okay. Like we did. We did. Like I said, we, so we took the train, so we just did stuff around town. Did you go and see the bean? We drove. We we rolled past the bean. Okay. We didn't. We didn't stop at the bean. We were in that area, but we didn't go to the bean. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, what is it called? It's called like Chase Park. It's called. Uh, it's, it's called. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's not called Chase Park. If it, if if it's called Chase Park, it's not, it's, uh, it's called like Mer- uh, something park. I forgot what it's well, called. Millennial Park. The, when I went there. Which is like 2017, 18. I went there for Pokemon Go Fest. It was it was a chase park around there in mm-hmm. that general area. And then it's where the bean is at. It's a, like an outdoor uh, amphitheater situation over there. Mm-hmm. And they got the fountain with faces on it. It's a steak and shake right there. Not not steak and shake. No, uh, Shake Shack right there. And it's uh, that, that Target I told you about is over that way in that general area. There's, there's a theater down there. It's nice, man. I like, like I said that little particular. Yeah, that, that, that's that's downtown Chicago. We were, yeah, yeah. um, because it was a Target. That was an up and down Target near me too. Nice. And um, like luckily, like um, we we're like super snobby water water drinkers. Like, yeah. like we drink. Like what I got over here near me now. <clears throat> like. I got some alkaline water um, from first time. Like I drink one of these in a day. Let me drink some water while I'm at it. Stay hydrated. A lot of water, the whole thing? Yeah, I drink one of those, one a day. I don't drink enough water. Why is that? What What is holding you back from consuming more water? Time. I need a, I need a, I, uh, carrying a water bottle is inconvenient. I like to streamline myself and, and not carry as much as possible. And carrying a water bottle water? is not fun. I'm gonna buy you one of those water backpacks for your birthday. Oh, that'd be nice. 
I just just the, just just tilt my head and drink out of a little straw. Yeah, just do like bad. this. Yeah. yeah I, but would would that really be streamlined too? Like you got a big ass jug of water in your back at the beginning of the day. Like it's during not the night, a big, it'd be cool. Clunky water bottle about the size of a football. I know what I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you one of those old school um, double fisted <laughs> uh, uh, helmets. Uh, just the the beer helmet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're wearing at the at the, the Adam Sandler movie, The Water Boy. Yeah. Um, what else did we do? Um, we went to um, instead of going to the sky deck, we went to the three sixty deck. No, what building is that in? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it was at um. I'll look it up. We can put it in the liner notes. But put it on top um, of the Sears Tower? No. It, um, the, because the one we went to had like this attraction um, where you could tilt out and look over the city. Where you could eat a bag of dicks because fuck that. That is in the former Sears Tower of the John Hancock uh, building. So... You are you are around the ninety fourth floor, Chicago's best views. But aren't you safe? Isn't the fear of heights the fear of falling? That is my indeed. Uh, I, what you what what Anthony was doing was was known as tilt. Yes, uh, as, I, as I read it, and, um, and Chicago's every, highest thrill ride. They even describe it as such. They know what it is. And Emory was not feeling it. He he was out of there. He 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 walked right back out of there. Like, I, what the I, fuck I, is I, this? I put some respect on his name because of that. Bruh, I mean, so we was at Sky Deck with the kids, and yes, I got out there on the Sky Deck, but no, I think I got on the Sky Deck with, I didn't get on the Sky Deck with the kids. I got on the Sky Deck with me and Vanessa just by ourselves when we were coming back from taking the kids to my mama's house in 2016. So I, we stopped our in Chicago and we hit up the Sky Deck, and I think me and her got on, the, and, and, I, and I got out there and I'm just like, take this motherfucking picture. Get done. And then I was oh, like, wow. get the fuck out of here. Bro, I am Heights, me and Heights, which island is so weird because, like, so, like, Dan, I'd say we went up in uh, CN Tower in Toronto. But you go up, when you go up in that bitch, you went on, on somewhere in, in an old Charlie Chuckery, Charlie Chuckery, great glass elevator. They don't tell you that shit. You don't realize it. So as it goes up, you are looking out and over the city, and Box is so. I'm afraid of heights. Box is that much more afraid of heights than I. And he was real, just like tense and, and not not too happy that, that we was going up in that elevator. So like the last time we went, and that was when it was just me, him, and Vanessa. So the last time we all went, we you know say it was the kids and, and, and Box and Vanessa. And uh, I was like, "Yo, you want we going to see entire? You want to go again?" And Box's response was a resounding "Fuck no!" And uh, I can't be mad at nobody. <laughs> Because when you get there to the top of the CN Tower, they they uh, they have some of the things they have, they, but they have basically little portals cut through the floor in certain areas. Mm. So you just walk over and just you can stand on and look down. But I never, rarely, once have I stood on that glass and I, and and that's in and that's in Canada. Yeah, it's this one. I don't, I'm not sure where it is, but it's one like they got like a clear slide that you go around the building in. I want to do that. No, that sounds fun. My balls just shifted up into my belly when you said that, God. No. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like... felt it happen. I was like, oh, no. Oh, I love you, King, but you had to do that by your own. I'll be there. I'll be at the bottom to catch you. 
<laughs> and hug you and make sure you arrive safely. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be all right. And, and if not, um, I, I'll be a very my kids would be rich. I'm so, maybe because they probably they probably got the um. Uh, if you if you die, they probably got waivers. Now, I love that bullshit. The reality of it is, is yeah, they might be able to take that court, take that to court. But the reality is, a good lawyer probably like, there's no way this man knew what he was signing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what you did, you had him sign some shit with that, that he could have possibly understood. So yeah. he was over there, or at least looking out at the Navy Pier. Or did y'all yeah, we went that? to the Navy. We, we did the Navy Pier, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all in all, I kind of feel like Chicago. It was a. It's very. It's very touristy. Like, of course, you always hear about all that bad stuff that happened in Chicago, but I didn't see anything. I mean, I did see a lot of smears of shit on the ground, but oh. I mean, it's it's it, human it's, shit it, or dog shit. Maybe it, it, either one. It's 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 one of the great cities of the world. It, it, it was very nice. It is like the fourth biggest city in the country, I believe, uh, behind uh, Houston at this point. So it's a big old it's a big old town, you know, full of people. It moves with with a bit of rambunctiousness, you know what I'm saying? I don't so, like. I kind of feel like, as far as like rambunctiousness, DC is the most rambunctious city I've been in. Man, I just I mean, we done been there like three times at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been I've been there uh, once with y'all and once by myself, and like yeah. downtown DC. Is way more packed than stuff like that. Yeah. Like, of course, I kind of feel like in the tour, the real touristy areas, like we when we were at the Navy Pier, we seen uh, Pastor Vernon from Cleveland. Um, but that, of course, that place is packed. Of course, it's going to be hard to get out of there. It's it's the it's like it's a big touristy place. But we, when we were in DC, it was hustle and bustle everywhere. Yeah, at all hours too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because I, I I have gone through DC on a late night, and it still be popping on a late night because it's just like it's it's the seat of government in this country, and and, and that shit the, the the party don't stop. So yeah, like um, luckily like we were right by Trader, like um, our hotel was right by Trader Joe's, which was yeah. nice. It yeah. made me uh, like miss having to. Well, like I used to live closer to a Trader Joe's. I I wish I still did. Yeah. Man, they got some good shit. I and, like that um, they had such a selection of, of, of good bulls there, man. Yeah. Um, me and T um, plan on, I don't know how if we can get it done, but it's only four states that have liquor uh, at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And Illinois and Massachusetts are the two that's closest. Oh, well, sick. Yeah, I I, I, I know where Trader Joe's at in, in, uh, in Boston, over by the uh, Hines Center. So and it's like relatively close to where we go, where I, I believe we're going to stay at. So it's all. Good. Oh, you found the place? Yeah, I had a place. It's the same place I stayed when I went to see the Doughboys last time. They just, okay. it's just a bigger room. So I just got to uh, pay for it. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, me and once uh, I so speaking of travels, while we discuss travels, I was just jumping there. I have currently. No less than four trips already on the docket for uh, 2022. Damn. First trip would be in February with Ant to Boston to go see the Doughboys perform at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. It would be my grand return to Boston. Haven't been there since uh, 2019. Uh, 
Vanessa and I will be going up to Michigan to see uh, uh, it's a comic she loves. I cannot think of her name right now. Fudge. We were supposed to go see her in 2020 at, at a, comic, a comedy festival that got ended up getting canceled because of the a pandemic. Fortune Feimster. And uh, we've been holding on to those tickets this whole time. Because they, they, they hit me up all the time. Like, hey, man, if you want to return them, it's cool, bruv. But if not, we are going to reschedule. We are going to reschedule. And they finally got it rescheduled. And it's like, you good? You, you, can, you, good? you good to return them or keep them? And he's like, yeah, we're going to keep them. We're going to go see Fortune up in, up in Michigan because it's right around the town I was born in. In Grand Rapids, Michigan, I thought that'd be nice to head up to go go that go go up there, and uh, so Michigan's on the deck, um, and that's in March. And actually, the week before that, so actually uh, that that that's the that's the third trip. The week before that, I have tickets to go see uh, Tyler the Creator and Vince Staples up in Toronto, uh, playing at the Scotiabank Arena, where I saw where I got to see Charles Gambino perform uh, uh, in. 2019, I believe. Like I said, last time I was up in the six. I'm not the six. No one calls it the six up there. They they do call it T Dot. That's one of them nicknames that actually is with the chip. But no one calls it the six apparently. But Drake, except Drake. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, so so me and my son, I got tickets to go see Tyler. So me and Xander are going to go up and so see, see Tyler in Toronto uh, in uh, in one weekend in March, and then the next weekend in March, I'm going to go up to Michigan to go see Fortune Feimster. And then Box was like. Uh, the Blue Jays and Indians, or at that point, the Guardians will be playing in August of next year, and uh, in in uh, Toronto. And he's like, we was already planning to get up there and go go see them because that's what we do. We would go see uh, Blue Jays, uh, Indians slash Guardians games up north, and that's how that's we 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 make it a point to go up to Toronto when those guys are playing and use that as just the baseline excuse to be like, all right, we're going up up up, up to Toronto. And so he was like, hey, man, they, they, and, and like because there's talk of them uh, demolishing the Sky Dome, which where the Blue Jays play, might be the last time we get to go up there to do that. So like I said, I already got four, four plotted planned trips on deck. Three paid for trips. Are, or three of those four are paid for almost in full. See, I still got to get a hotel for a, 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 or Airbnb for Boston, but it's also good. So... I, I I fuck with it, and I fuck with travel, and I'm and I'm I'm hoping Delta don't 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 fuck up my shine too much. You know what I'm saying? So come on, Delta, don't be a bitch, and uh, that 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 we can get the travel bug rolling again. You know what I'm saying? And uh, plus, I can go buy me some shreddies. All a nigga wants, <laughs> <laughs> several boxes of shreddies and some Canadian Kit Kat, and I'd be scraped. Yeah, but when we go to Boston, we can't bring back liquor in our suitcase, right? Mm, or we have to ship it back. We could check it or we could ship it back. And so, I mean, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I mean, like I said, we could definitely put it in our check bags. I mean, I had no intention to really bring it in the check bags. We're only going to be there overnight. But, I mean, I don't know. And, I mean, if anything, we just buy some, try it out. There you go. Leave it in the hotel room. Have some have some liquor and some money. Uh, well, well, I have. Um, I, I got a bottle of the vodka, the uh, Trader Joe's vodka. We can we can try it. Yeah, yeah. So it's awesome. We'll, we, 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 we will we will we will find a way and and find our path. I, I I finally remembered to put the get my seat on the right on the correct side of the plane. So when you fly to Boston, that you are looking at the ocean. <laughs> I always yeah, you didn't tell me that. I told you where I was sitting at. I was hoping you would. I hope you'd follow everything that I did after that. You didn't. Uh. 
Well, I'm on the um, I'm on the right side of the plane, I believe, and then on the on this side. I'm, well, I, I have no idea what your camera doing. <laughs> so you're on the right side. You're this on the incorrect the... side. You're on the uh, you, you be looking, but you will be looking at the city, so it's okay. I I, I, I don't think I picked. Um, even though because they're short flights, I think I picked um, the aisle seat for both. Like because it it wouldn't let me pick the, the same seat for both flights anyway. So. Oh yeah, see, yeah, I, I always I, and whenever I fly JetBlue, which uh, is is headquartered in in, in in Boston, I just uh I pay for the up, upgraded seat, and uh, I I did again. It's just what I do. I jump. I, I don't mind it. I, I, I the seat is dope. They come get you snacks first. <laughs> what kind of snacks do they have? They got them blue chips, them Tetra blue chips, because JetBlue. Oh. Yeah, they got some. Mm. Good, they got some good snacks. They got TV screens on the back of their seats. Even on their short flights, no, no Boston baked beans. I hate you for saying that shit out loud. I would throw a can at you if I could. How dare you, sir? Boston <laughs> baked beans, is great candy. Uh, you know what you can get in Boston? You can go. But to they the covered in peanuts. You can go to a place where the Boston cream pie was invented, which is the, uh, which is the. Uh, it's the hotel me and Vanessa stay in every time we go to PAX. The. Uh, can I tell you the name of the hotel to save my life? The Omni Parker Hotel is where the Boston cream pie was invented, and they still serve it there every day. So it's the, it's 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 a, it's a thing. I can't wait to go back to Boston. Fucking love town. Now it's gonna be dead in the middle of winter, so who knows how this is gonna be? But I fuck with it. So I got boots and a coat. Yeah, I love that town, bro, and I, and I love being in it. And I think I truly think you'll fuck with it. So I I, I, I hope you will. So that, that's that's what's up. So. I just want to go to go to the bodega. There's a shoe store, and then I don't care. Uh, and then of course go see the Doughboys. After that, I really don't care. Yeah. We can do whatever. Yeah, we'll hold it down. They got a nice theater there. That's where I saw Captain America and the Winter Soldier initially when it first came out. I've seen us in that theater. I've seen a bunch of movies in Boston. I go to Boston. I catch I catch a flick usually, man. It's kind of my 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 thing. I got a spot we go to Southside Diner. Amazing. I eat there every time I'm in there. I'm, I'm there. It's over there in Chinatown. It's amazing. Fucking amazing. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, man. We'll, 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 it'll be great. We'll have a ball. It's, it's, it's going to be a whole lot of fun and, and we'll be well fed. The 7 Eleven is the shit. <laughs> it's like, you can go there and be like, yo, this is a nice 7 Eleven. This is a well put together 7 Eleven. Wow. Well, amount of, like, uh, they got like they got like a bunch of Egyptians in Boston area for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where a lot of them. You can tell by uh, the way they walk. <laughs> that was a good one, Gabe. <laughs> oh shit! I can't even be disappointed. He made me laugh. Walk uh, like an <laughs> uh, That's they, that's their selection of Africans. I'll be I'll be kicking it with there. That no, they got a lot of West Indian dude people there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Amber up there. You know what I'm saying? She West Indian. So okay, yeah, lots of folks. Lots of heads we know is is, is up that way. Of course, the you know the, the brothers Tran is up there, so we might be able to yeah, link up. I, I, I talk to Pete. Uh, I talked to Pete a lot. Yeah, yeah. So um, we might be able. To... Yeah, we were talking just um, just today about some shoes. Always some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fuck with it. So, but okay, okay. So Chicago, man. Uh, uh, uh would you go back? I guess it's kind of how I always measure my time. Yeah, my, my, yeah I, th- I think we'll. I, I want to go back. I, I definitely want to go back without the kids. Yeah, yeah. 
think that's, I think that's uh, that's the measure of a, of a good a good uh, vacation situation. Did you feel rested afterwards? Heck no, man! I'm so fucked up still. <laughs> Is that that hour difference? Yeah, that Central Time Zone to do it to you. Too. It was okay. Think about this: it was a an hour difference all week. Then, like, we I we I didn't I didn't get no real good sleep at the Airbnb. Then, like you, we had to catch the train at two in the morning, and then it's a six-hour train ride to get there. Then it's like what, like three hours back or something like that. And then, luckily, like um, when we got there, what we didn't realize was that Lollapalooza was like all the days right before we got there. Yeah. Yeah, so we get there and like. If I'm not mistaken, Lollapalooza was at the park uh, two minutes away from the hotel we were at. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so we get to the hotel. We're like, hey, we, we just got in. Is it possible for us to have our room now? And the guy was like, yeah, um, sure. Because, of course, y'all, you guys were with me. The, like, I was yeah. on hold for hours trying to find out if this was possible because we were going to be getting in so early. So we got in. As soon as we get in the room, the room is funky. I mean, stanking. And I'm like, what the f- going on here? So hopefully, luckily, it was a hotel room where you could open up the window. We opened up the window. Um, we aired it out. I called down there. They said they'll send somebody up there. I called down there again, um, and they didn't do it. So I figured out what it was. The the food, um, the the garbage disposal, the food disposal, was full of food because it, it wouldn't turn off and on. Yeah. So I go down there. Women always get shit done. I, I went to go talk instead of calling down there to the dude. I talked to this lady like, "Look, can we get some tiles and um, some more sheets? And can we get um, somebody to come look at the garbage disposal because it's not turning off and on, and it looks like it's full of food." So the guy come up there to come look at the garbage disposal. He's like, what time did y'all get here? I was like, we, we just got here. He was like, all right, good. Because somebody put a whole bottle, a glass bottle in this uh, garbage disposal and it's full of food. They about uh. to get, they get about to charge for this shit. <laughs> so um, they, they, they cleared it out and like, then like we were good. And also I don't have a garbage disposal at home. Do you guys got one? I do. Yeah. It just got mine. Just got replaced. Remember, we was it was leaking when oh, yeah. was the train. I never heard of a hotel having a garbage disposal before. Well, it, yeah, this was it was uh, Mr. Sweet. It was a suite, so I don't yeah, know if that really like, makes a difference. It's like an extended stay spot, right? Sort of. Yeah. So it had like a, a kitchenette situation. Yeah, the kitchenette situation. I like I like staying in suites because, like, I know lunch was talking about me last time uh, when when we were picking the Airbnb. But I want to stay somewhere at least halfway decent. I'm not looking to stay there and frat boy it out. Like, um, you know, like my suggestion when we uh, picked the Airbnb was like, it's four of us. Why aren't we going to have two bathrooms? So oh, I'm glad we did. My tummy was not right on that trip. So it would have been uh, real fucked up for me to be holding down, uh, holding down a, the single bathroom we had. So you well, was right. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, um, we we always try to get sweets. Now that I know about hotels and I'm starting to take a little bit, a, a few more trips, I like the separation. I like okay, you guys are going to sleep 
and then, like I like getting up earlier, or sometimes I like staying up later. I can close the door, and we can have a, we can have some separation. I can watch TV and warm up some late night food and not bother anybody. So that that's always my thing. Like let's get a sweep. Um, but yeah, it worked out. We had a good time. Um, even though there, um, <laughs> when we booked the hotel, they were like, "This room only um, um, only holds two people." But they had a pullout couch, and the boys slept on the pullout, and we slept in the bed. They jumped up. They jumped on that bitch a bunch of times. It was it was a good time. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It, it was for the most part. Um, like it's always um, irritating. To, you know, kids don't always listen like the way they're supposed to, but they kids, and you gotta kind of gotta be like, "All right, I get it. You guys are trying to have a good time too." Yeah, they 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 on vacation as well. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I, or I'm tired of walking. Like we we walking too. We right here with you. But yeah, that wraps it up. I didn't, um, you know, I probably left some stuff off. But hey, you know what? That's what feedback is for. If you guys want to know something <laughs> I didn't say, or you know, want to know about, um, you know, the answer. Why? So I can't went. ask about a Chicago style dog. Um, yeah, you know what? But I'm not really like a big hot dog eater to begin with. I looked at one. And I got, you know, uh, when you go to different places like museums and stuff, they'll have those corn, like you put the 250 cent in and one penny. And you yeah, get to like turn a little, your penny into a thing. Yes. Um, every, t- t- uh, every time we go somewhere, um, I always get those for, uh, for Anthony. I think it started when we went to um, Universal Studios and we found like two of them on the ground, like during our vacation. And um, because he was only three back then, it seemed like he'd been around for a long time, but he hasn't. Um, so we started getting those, and then like every time we went to like art museums, every time we go to anywhere, we always get a bunch of those. And I bought like eight of them while I was there. And one of them is hot. And one of them is a hot dog. Ah. Yeah, we decided to do that with zoos. We got uh, we went to Cincinnati Zoo to check out Fiona, the uh, the miracle uh, hippo. The miracle hippo. You guys, <laughs> you guys never heard of Fiona, the miracle hippo? I knew that they had a baby <laughs> hippo down there. I didn't realize that that Fiona was miraculous in any way. She was uh, she was a preemie. The, the miracle hippo. <sighs> and. Uh, She's like the the most premature born hippo in captivity that's been documented, and they didn't think she'd survive, but she pulled through. And my my uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who loves animals, has been rooting for her and rooting for her, and she finally got to see Fiona when we went to Cincinnati Zoo. That's really dope that uh, that she got to see that because, like, I mean, I know your daughter's a little bit older, but. Um... I would be there. I would be so uh, like down to go to a trip. Like, man, man, this miracle monkey out here surviving. Damn, we gotta go see this miracle monkey. I'd definitely be like, you know what, miracle monkey time, man. He at the he at the Toledo Zoo. <laughs> we gotta go to Toledo. <laughs> we we got Cincinnati Zoo is not bad. It's a 
it's pretty cool. We got to see some animals we don't usually get to see. Like they have they have blue penguins. Who knew? Well, oh yeah, people that, who know anything uh, about animals know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know about blue penguins, but my kids watch wild crats like a son of a bitch. The old kids watch oh, wild crats. Oh, my kids love the hell out of uh, wild crats. I got I got to break your heart a little bit, man. What happened? I, so, of course, I watch Wild Crats all the time. Not really watch it, but like I'll be sitting here working and stuff, and my kids will be watching it like over this way. And one of the characters on the show, I was just like, man, what the fuck is up with that person's voice? Because it's the Wild Crats are two white guys, mm-hmm. and then. They got like another white dude who work in the office, and then it's uh like a Hispanic, um, yeah, or a Latin, a Latin, uh, a Latin chick, Latin chick, and then she invents all the, the suits and everything. Then it's a black lady. Uh, she's not voiced like, by oh, a black person, is she? She is. De- she is definitely not because she was saying something one that was like, "Ain't no black person gonna say it like that." So I jumped on IMDb. I'm like. Man, it's a redhead. Man, I was just like, what is going on? I was disappointed. What what is this person's name? The character name? Uh, I'll I'll look it up. You guys can keep on bannering. Oh, I I happen happen to have it on the screen already. That's why I was asking if you knew the character's name. Koki? Koki, yes, the black person. Oh, this is not a black person at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How how did that not get PBS? Come on. We expect better of you. I will put we it do. here in the I will put it in the chat if you guys would like to uh, observe sure. artist. <laughs> oh. Always going to the chat always messes up everything. I will uh I'll look after we're done recording. Heather Bambry. That's a, a Canadian, very name. A Canadian jazz singer and voiceover artist from Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Oh she She's a culture vulture. She's even singing jazz? Does she save it like uh uh Ryan Gosling's character? I'm not. First of all, uh, La La Land a better movie than people give it credit for. So you got you got to chill with that shit. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know if this woman saved jazz. She just chose jazz singing as her vibe. So I'm, <laughs> I mean, who am I to be? I'm not mad. At her. I do not accept that she is a uh, is as as a black character on excuse me a Latin A character or a black character on, on the Wild Crash. She's a black character. They have a Latin A character. Who's that voice by? By what I don't know what, like what looked like a black woman. <laughs> what? But it could maybe maybe it was a maybe it was a, a Afro Latina. You know what? See. Actually, now that I look at her, I don't even think that that's what's going on there. Uh, let's see what this Canadian person is. This Canadian person is of Greek and Egyptian descent. So mm. black was right. It's, so they need the to black- switch characters. Well then, the Latin character wouldn't be voiced by would be voiced by a white uh, jazz singer. Is, is she um, Latin in the show? Yeah, she even says and she even says shit in Spanish like "increíble." Yeah, she does. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. You're totally right. Increíble. Yeah, you you totally right. There has been a, a come to Jesus moment in, in voice acting that has been like trying to get people who are the people, uh, you know, voicing these uh, characters. Cleveland Brown got a new voice actor, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, the guy was like, yo, I can't be doing this shit no more, man. That's fucked up. Hank Azari finally was like, I can't do Apu no more. It took 30 years to get that nigga to stop, but he did. So I mean, Who does Apu now? 
Apu don't exist on The Simpsons anymore. What they happened to them? They, they simply don't even write for Apu. You don't come through no more, bro. I think it's how they is how they uh-huh. handle it. Every single person on this Wildcrats of of voice cast is white or white passing. The the brownest person in that cast is that uh, is that Greek uh, Egyptian, and she should be voicing a Latin chick. Yeah, I, I, I will throw her in the chat as well. And uh, again, like I say, after the fact, you can check the you can check the chat. Yeah, oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah. Her name's straight up Athena. Like straight up got a Greek ass name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Athena's Athena Carcanis. She is she is her daddy Greek. <laughs> I put it to you like that. Your daddy Greek. That's a wow. Yo, what I did discover at, on, on, on the humble, and I wish I would have known sooner, it's a Portillo's up near Detroit. Hmm. So we can just take uh Oh yeah, hours. I did not get to go to Portillo's. I trust. I knew you would have told me if you would. So, but it is a, it is, it is a yet again a three hour, eight minute drive away. But is a Portillo's up there? So the cake shake dream lives on. I kind of feel like we could just go to Chicago again. Lunch like driving. He can drive that six hours. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm all about that. Like, cause I fuck with being on Lake Michigan, and so I'm down for that. If you don't want to go, if we don't want to go back to Detroit, we can we can take the skim to we can take skim. Well, I mean, you know, the next trip of for skim is of course going to be to uh, 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 east. What was that east? Uh, east LA. LA. No, it wasn't Illy. I thought it was, it was in New Illy. Jersey. In New Jersey, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm trying to scroll in on it now. It was a particular town in Jersey. They had the Oreo place. Yeah. Well, uh, Gabe, a, Gabe discovered they Gabe just discovered an uh, Oreo cafe in. Uh, My wife actually discovered it and sent it to me to send to you guys. Very good. And uh, like, I got a what the fuck was that, bro? Thank the pod, my me. <laughs> <laughs> Roll out. <laughs> Either way, also it's in Jersey somewhere, man, and uh, that's that's got to be where we go next. And it's like basically ninety minutes outside of Philadelphia, so we could probably slide down one way after after uh, you're saying because we've been talking about going to Philly for years to go check out Freedom Donuts. That's yeah, I'm Yeah. So ninety minutes of yep, we can go visit the roots. <laughs> well, they, they. I'm sure Quest Love wouldn't mind seeing us. I can tell you that Quest Love lives in Manhattan, and oh. uh, so no. And uh, <laughs> Black Thought, but Black, Black Black Thought does live in in, in the general Philly, uh, Jersey area. So, but you know, where the fuck is that uh, Oreo Cafe? Oreo Cafe is because Box got the instructions for it. It's like a seven-hour road trip. I found it seven hours, ten minutes. Yeah. Is that a place we should fly to? East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm not going to lie to you. Driving all the way across the Keystone State is on some bullshit, but I hear you. East Rutherford, New Jersey. East Rutherford, New Jersey, where I think uh, there were records, is that? Ruckus? Yeah. Rutgers College. 
or University Rutgers. Where are you at, Rutgers? They claim uh, New Brunswick, uh, Jersey, but I mean it's probably in that general area. Yeah, New. I love. We went to um, Princeton, New Jersey. I really yeah. had a good time there. I like college towns. Whatever is just across the bridge in uh, from Philly to Jersey is awful. <laughs> Similar to going across the bridge from Louisville, Kentucky into Indiana, awful. <laughs> so I'm with you. I'm trying to figure out what's supposed to what's pop in the East Rutherford because I know that city name so well that it must be something going on now down there in Bergen County. Chancellor Bergen, you know, saying if you listen to Red Man, you always talking about such matters. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe 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 something in hip hop is t- hip hop has just taught me about East Rutherford, New Jersey is 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 all I know. So I can't call it Gabriel, man. What's been uh, popping with you, bro? Oh man, what isn't been? Uh, yeah, you you got to catch us up because again, apparently we are just way behind. I don't even know what the hell's going on right now. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I got stories about getting sick. I got stories about yelling at my neighbor. I want to hear the yelling at the neighbors. You what the fuck? You love your neighbors. No, no, no. Not I like the neighbors on one side, the neighbor on the <laughs> other side's this old couple and one of the guy the guy is a creep. Oh. Do we want to hear this story? Uh sure. Uh <laughs> No, no, I asked you do we want to hear it. <laughs> All right, so it's Okay, so this is what it goes down. Me and him have been getting along for a long time. Um, I mean, the neighbor, we got neighbors on, um, if you're facing the street on our left side, who have three little, three girls. I call them little because they've been little to me. I mean, you know, one's old like a teenager. And um, and we love them. But on the other side is this old couple. And we just haven't gotten along with that guy for a long time. He's been, he cuts trees while we're gone. Uh, he cut tall trees. Yes. What? Well, he says he cuts the branches that grow over his side, but he really yeah. hacked the shit out of them. Hmm. I mean, I I've been, I've been I wanting to do that, that to my neighbor's tree. Uh, I wasn't that upset. I mean, I wasn't that upset about it, but the wife was upset, so I got upset. Uh, hey, that so, happened. That that happens a lot. Like uh, to me. Like my kids would do something, I'm like, oh, it ain't that bad. <laughs> and then they mom would get mad at them, like, man, come on, man, you fucking up my life now. <laughs> exactly, because I got to hear that shit. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as predicted, Gabe is frozen. Oh. And, and disappeared. We lost Gabe. Will Gabe's recording be there? I doubt it. <laughs> so, will you have an episode this week? Maybe I'll give you this episode and we'll just keep my fucking moving. Because that's just how it is. Uh, he's back. Is he? Because that's a black box. Ah, <laughs> uh, we made it so far. That was a good, a good hour. There. What's awesome. the last thing you heard me say? <laughs> you were saying about the neighbor cut down the tree, and then you weren't that mad about it, but then your wife was upset about it. Yeah, just like I said, I gotta hear that shit. Yeah, 
Internet. Ain't that a bitch? Sure. Go ahead, just keep going. You got it. <laughs> anyway, um, my my wife's just trying to. Uh, it's while I'm gone. He he pulls this shit. My wife's trying to wrangle the kids, and then she starts yelling because sometimes you yell at kids because that's what having kids is, man. You yell at them sometimes. And he, on from his side of the fence, said, um, "Stop yelling!" <laughs> like he's in the middle. While well, she's in the middle of yelling at the kids, like, man, you stay your fucking ass out of this shit. It's like that, yeah, bro. Like you over there for a reason. You bought your house for a reason. I bought my house for a reason. I can do what I do with my house. Yes. Please don't make me come next door. <laughs> and he said, uh, she says, like, she's, we're sick of his shit at this point because we've been going back and Goodbye, Gabe, again. Will he come back? We'll see. I hope so. <laughs> Oh shit. Did you lose Gabriel fuck yo internet? Was <laughs> me again? Oh. Yeah, you're you back. Easy though. What? Can you hear me? Uh yes. You were you were stuck for a minute though. Okay. So you say he was yelling at the kids? Well, no, he told he told my wife to stop yelling at the kids. You know, he didn't tell her to stop yelling at the kids. He just said stop yelling. Oh, she's like, how old is how old is this dude? God, he's he's got to be in his late sixties. Looks uh, terrible. That's too that's too young to be a bitch. Uh, like, you, like late sixties. You y'all y'all been there for a while. That means he when he first started, he was in his early sixties. Yes. So you have to go approach him on this matter. Well, he well she says to him, "Go to hell." I mean, she, she said, e- "Eat a dick, old man." Well, that's, I mean, go to hell is not nicer than what I would have said. <laughs> and what, what clever thing would you would have pulled out? It's too late for your daughter's wedding, so you can't have a heart attack. So this bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I guess could have thrown Brett in the break his hip or something. I hope you break. I hope you slip on leaves, um, in the middle of the night, right before a snowstorm. You cover in snow and die slow. Damn. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say though. Yeah, I try. I try to. I try to get into my inner Gabe. <laughs> my inner Gabe. <laughs> uh, I, ho- I hope you fall down the stairs when your wife gone for a week. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, she's he's he comes back with a fuck you to her. What? Yeah. He pulls this shit while I'm gone because I'm not there to do anything about it. And the next time I see him, I'm like, hey. Don't talk to my wife like that. Hey, old old man, don't talk to my wife like that. You don't talk to her at all. You got a problem with my family, you come see me. 
but you don't say that shit to her. And he's, he's, he's like, well, she told me to go to hell. And I said, you should go to hell. Next time you talk to my wife, I'm going to fuck yours. I said, be real quick. like, if you talk to my wife that way again, I'm going to send your ass there myself. It's just going to be that way, bro. I'm trying to threaten them because I didn't, I didn't, I'm trying not to go to jail. I'm trying to be careful about what I say. I did say he should go to hell. He should. You didn't say you was going to make him go there, but he should. What I'll else? See you it, was just, it was just so heated, some yelling back and forth. Yeah. Did he, did, what other uh, classic old man lines did he use on you? He's like, well... Uh, it must have not been that good. No, he... he, he he just, he just, he had just a mouthy motherfucker when nobody's around to. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like. Yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna ever approach you on that shit. He'll be a, he, 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 he misogynist. He just, he just shit your women. Yeah, I think so. I think so because like we got this female, um, uh, uh, this woman across the street. He has beef with this all the time. Male. I told him like, look, man. Sorry. I said, look, man. You have a problem with the neighbor across the street. You have the problem with the neighbors next to you. You got a ne- problem with uh, with our neighbors on our side. Why don't you take the hint? It's you. No one likes you in this neighborhood. You're the problem. <laughs> you the bitch. bitch. He didn't have a shit to say about that, though. Yeah, he, at that point, he's just like, I guess you're right. <laughs> Until next time, Gadget. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the neighbors that lives next to him on the other side of us, because their yard kind of wraps around, so their yard is behind us. Yeah, he came up, there, came over to see what's going on. Like, hey, what's going? On? I'm gonna leave all these big old gaps in here. So y'all can hear every time Gabriel's computer just be like, nope. I'm not adding them shits out or nothing. I'm leaving them holes in there. And then y'all can be like, T, I can understand your frustration. And I'll be like, damn right you can. I'm leaving them gaps in there. All of them. All right. So the neighbor with the rep around yard came over and said, what's going on? I said, <laughs> I told him what's going on. And I said, if I, wasn't a, uh, if I wasn't a more civilized man, I'd probably beat his ass. He's like, yeah, I don't blame you. He waits till I'm not around to go yell at the... Uh, uh, the woman across the street. Hmm. So everyone knows his mo. When you leave, you gonna jump his ass. Y'all gonna jump him? That might not be a bad uh, uh, send off. Yeah, that's a good family um, activity. <laughs> which one of y'all? Which one of your kids you think would get the most hits in? Oh, uh, the older boy. The older boy. You don't like him he's either? Got, he's got those fast hands. Oh, yeah. Well, my kids know him as the bad man. Oh, they're wow. To, they're not allowed to be outside when the bad man's out there. And we're not secret about it. We just told him to his face. like any. We we, we said, don't you ever talk to our kids. Um, And we, we turned around to him while he was still out there, while he was still in earshot, and said, kids, this guy's a bad man. He's a creep. Uh, if you ever see him, if you're outside and you ever see him, come back and come into the house. So, so they run away know, from him. What? How did y'all know he was? A, what? What does he do? Creepy though. 
He likes to stare into people's windows, but he says it's from his yard, so it's okay. He ogles the uh, like teenage girls in the in the in the neighborhood. I mean, what else does he have left, Gabe? He's got his wife, and he's got like to remember that half your age plus seven. Fucking R. Kelly ass. How how how? What's his wife on a scale of one to ten? Um. God, <laughs> getting extra mean now. <laughs> she a zero. She's a three. In Ohio three. Yes, in Ohio three. Mm. So anywhere else a one? Just mathematically, like a point five. Oh, <laughs> no. in other in, in, in other section of the world. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, Remember but- a, New, a New York nine and everywhere else six. Time-wise, the opposite goes for chicks. New York 6, Ohio 9. <laughs> hmm. I think there's got to be like uh, uh, pros and cons that, that having uh, that many good-looking women around you. I mean, good-looking women that know they're good-looking don't try that hard in bed. They're like... It's, you know what? Enough that I'm your, your I, I, I think that's a falsehood. I think we have uh, fed ourselves that line of, of reasoning to uh, to to don't need, don't put me in that shit. <laughs> I think some have fed themselves that line of reasoning to make them feel better about their situations. It might be some good looking hoes that don't do don't 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 put in that work, but it'd be some fine ass hoes that do. So we're gonna put respect on those ladies. Okay. Names. Because them ladies out there, lady, and we gonna respect it. Uh, so, all, right, all right, all right, all right. You're right to correct me. I don't think I slept with that many Ugmos in my life, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been with some. I've been with some uh, some with some hard triers. Oh, okay. What else is going on with you, man? Let's try to get it in before your computer say fuck you again. <laughs> All right. Fuck oh, hey, Kearney says not recording. So this is already chaos. So again, we, it said said that that before, we had that before. Recorded. So we're going to hope that this is still going and we'll okay. just keep on keeping on. I got sick in front of, uh, I got sick at work from uh, from a migraine. That, 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 was, that was one of the times I said, like, I don't think I can make it to recording. Yeah. So like barfed? Yes. Wow. Like in front of people? Yes. That's what the story is. Yeah, so I, get, I can't wait. I'm feeling I'm feeling uh I'm progressive. I gotta wake up with a headache, but not a bad headache. I go to work. Uh I'm still functioning. I mean, yeah, I guess in this time of COVID, if you got a headache, maybe you shouldn't go to work. Yeah. But I'm like, I got shit to do. What am I supposed to do? I go and at lunchtime, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go lay down in my car. I'm gonna be all right. After I get like a little nap in for my lunch hour. After laying down for a little bit, I'm like, uh, I don't feel so well. I got to get out. And I get out. And as soon as I get out, I start throwing up. All the coffee (laughs) I drank before that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, after throwing up like once or twice, I hear from him behind me, are you okay? And I turn around and it's. <laughs> Sound like Richard Pryor. <laughs> no, I ain't all right. 
<laughs> um, it's one of my uh, one of my coworkers. In one of my coworkers, she's in her car, uh, going to get some lunch. Oh, that's so, that, that's that's good. She witnessed you being sick because you could have just left. Like, yeah. I, like I'm sick, bah! and then just go. I gotta go. Tell them you seen to... me being sick. Well, yeah. I turn around to say, like, well, I just threw threw up Ugh! again. Like I didn't even get the sense out of. I just threw up before I start throwing up again. And and it's 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 real like violent. Like it's getting caught in my beard and shit. Like there's coffee because vomit because it was, it was mostly beard. liquid. Yes. I like a good throw up. Uh, I did not like that good throw up. Like if it's too chunky and stuff and it's not coming out the way it's supposed to, oh, you know, that like, can be that can be difficult. But like if you got a good nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's never came out of my nose before. Did it come out your nose? A little bit. Oh no. It was a it was it was real like spouting out there. So it was like, violent. Yes. I mean, I've been, I was a pretty heavy drinker back in my day. So I, I'm no, I'm no stranger to throwing up. Hmm. I, I got, actually, I got some pretty good throw up stories. I need, I, I need to tease judgmental face when I uh, tell him though. So I'm away from the, uh, get back, back on the mic. He's back. Sorry, I had to pee. That's all right. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> No, we're telling some throw-up stories. And uh, uh, a classic throw-up story from Terrence Dwayne. I just gave you my whole name. Sorry about that, but it is what it is. Will I beep it? Maybe. One time we had my mama, it was like we had been to church already. But she announced that we had to go to somebody else's service. And I remember saying out loud, man, I hate church. <laughs> And we go to this dang service and we sitting there and I'm just like woozy and not feeling it. And then out of nowhere in the middle of service, just start horking it up, brother. Oh. Right on somebody's dress. Oh. The, the lady is sitting in front of me, just got earled on. And uh, <laughs> you react. I, 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 I felt bad because I thought I was being punished for saying I hate church because, of course, that's what it is to be raised in the church. You just think everything you do is based on uh, God must be mad at you because that's the mindset we have. And uh, I felt terrible about that. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> but also it proved, it proved me I, I proved me right that I, I should have been at church. My mom, my mom plagued you, man. And I hate that's... church, but I love throwing up on women's dress. <laughs> what was the scientific explanation for the throw up, though? No, I have no, I have no recollection. I was a child. This, this is uh, uh, when I was a young and so I can't call it. Maybe one time God that made you throw up. One time, I think you uh, ate too many uh, peppermint, um, purse peppermints. We was at Applebee's or some sorts restaurant. This is this is uh, me, my ex-wife, and the kids. And uh, Lee was not. My youngest was not feeling great. We didn't know that. It just blah all over the table right there. And, oh. like, the, the, the the server comes over and is like. Catches, sees her like in the, sees them in the midst of uh of of, of, the, of their of their Earl mode, and it's like oh my god, here here starts giving us all the paper towel, starts bringing us more, and it's like basically just like we got we gotta go as you can see. Uh. I'm so very sorry, 
we we had I don't think we've been served food yet. I think they were just like I think if anything, they were just drinking like uh just drinking the you know the drinks that they, we had just gotten drinks. Oh, they you still had the tip though, didn't you? Of course, but they, and they let us dip out the the side, the back door like the emergency exit. But it was that yeah, that was a, that was a wild one in the, in the in the public barf game. Those are the two that stick out to me. The the the, the lobbies. Uh, the one that well, that I'm so I missed it, and I will hear it in the edit. But were they were they were you okay with them checking in on you? I just it's a little embarrassing to be so vulnerable, and you're very vulnerable when you're throwing up. But Did at she least, rub your back? No, she she never got out of her car. <laughs> but she says, like, look, I got two kids at home. Nothing grosses me out. And it's like, all right, it's fine. But obviously, I mean, she still didn't come out and help you. That's bullshit. No. She didn't know what I had. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she didn't know what you had, but. Like just be like, oh y'all, y'all all right down there. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you can't go back to work. Like, yeah, I think I am gonna have to go home. Uh, she offered me a ride home. She's like, you, mm. should you be driving? Like, uh, I'm gonna drive. Yeah. I'm she not gonna. Rainbow I... showers. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh That's, that that one's gonna stick out with me, and another one that sticks out with me. Oh man! <clears throat> so I'm. Uh, did I tell this one already? I don't know. I didn't the, tell it yet. I'm at the bar. I got so fucking. I got fucked up, and I'm like, I'm gonna throw up, and I'm trying to head to the bathroom, but it's a it's it's a bar. It's pre-COVID. You gotta imagine, just a bar. It's hard to mo- move through, and I'm not gonna make it to the bathroom, so. I cover up my my mouth with my hand, but what's that do? That's like putting the hose, putting your finger over the hose. Yeah, because it's just open. <laughs> and it just comes out it, no, it shot straight. Oh, it shot straight on this dude's back. Oh, uh, what's he doing? Lying on the floor? No, it, <laughs> I'm standing up, and it 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 goes ver- it goes it goes horizontal from me. Yeah, like right I said, on the dude's like just come spraying out on the sides. Right on the dude's oh, yeah. leather ba- leather uh leather jacket. Oh, easily cleanable. Yeah, I'm glad he was wearing a leather jacket and that's not like a tank top. I stood there for a few minutes waiting for him to react and I guess he didn't feel it. Uh, I, I you yeah, you just should have just kept going. I did. I dipped out. I Left remember one time. On his back. Um, I was in the car. I mean, this ain't throw up, but it's pretty much the same thing. So I was in the car and my friend was smoking like a black and mild or a cherry blend or something like that. And he was like, you know, flicking down the ash, like into, uh, we were in a Lincoln Continental. So it was an old car and it had the little, like, uh, it had an ashtray in the back and the dude who was driving (laughs) Uh, he was pass like he was passing him the 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 cigar. I'll just keep it at that. And uh, a amber uh, fell on his neck from oh. the cigar. Right? And he was like, "Ow, my neck, all right." <laughs> and we was like, "Yeah, it's all right." But it wasn't. It took off like this whole ass piece of skin. I ain't never seen it, no no skin burn that thing. Yeah, oh, like a big, like a like a dime sized pink spot on his on his neck. Oh. He was like, "Oh man, you straight." <laughs> oh, 
Man. Why'd you lie to that man? I didn't lie. I was I didn't first of all, I wasn't smoking at all. I was just in the back chilling. And um two, the other guy lied and said he didn't burn his neck. He was gonna find out anyway. Next time he shaved the back of his neck. I mean, we were we were like sixteen or seventeen. I'm sure he wasn't shaving the back of his neck. But oh well, I guess I was a particularly hairy guy then. Yeah, all three of y'all hairy, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I had a beard at fifteen. Oh my gosh! Didn't so help me buy you... beer though. Oh, that's dope. All right. Well, I mean, let's see. What's been, what's been going on in T's world? Um, went to the movie theater, saw uh, Free Guy. Free Guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Ryan Reynolds movie, the video game. Oh, movie. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, very good. Way better than it has any right to be. Uh, it was a, a, a thing I've noticed about August movies. Oftentimes they put movies in August because they feel like this ain't, they, they worry that it, it, could go, it could go either way. So they put it in August with a, with with hope. People be high, you know high hopes, I'm sure, but never they never trust that it's gonna work itself out. But uh, Guardians, like the original Guardians of the Galaxy, was an August movie. You know what I'm saying? So and Scott Pilgrim was an August movie. So it's like these are jumps that just I I I've, I've noticed that uh, I, I have I have a decent track record in the month of August, and it's it's a pretty good movie. And uh, I, yeah, I would tell you go check it out. So I believe it's a theater only kind of junk. So real fun, real funny, real fun. And uh, it's a, you know original IP, which is rare in, in the movie theater games at this point. So I would tell you to go ch- go check out Free Guy. I had a, I had a good time with it. Uh, finished Last of Us Part Two last night. Uh, that game was amazing for so many reasons, but also went way longer than it should have. It's, it was like three, four times that game. Should have, I, that's it's the yes. end. Must be the end of it, right? And it's like. Nope. Like what the hell? How's we no. still going? <laughs> Spoil spoilers. Oh yeah. That, if you have not played the last of us, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some things. So uh. that whole last fight was so unnecessary. That 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 last like maybe hour of the game is like bad boys too. It's like <laughs> right when you think it's over. Why, why did they go to Cuba? Why? <laughs> like, yeah. That whole like when you go back to that town looking for um What's her name again? Abby. Abby. Right that whole that whole hour going to look for Abby and then fighting her. Totally unnecessary. Totally. Yeah. And okay. then only you fight her only to not kill her. I I was and I and I was okay with that part. A lot of people were not okay with that, but I was I was okay with that because I didn't want to kill her, but I I just thought that whole part was unnecessary. It's just it's just like I think I think uh, a good a good chunk of that was her, Ellie realizing what she had lost in both her in both Joel, but also that she had just given up on on Dina and Potato, and, and you know saying left her old family just just to go on this ill fated dumb revenge mission. You know what I'm saying, and so. And then but, yeah, she she get all the way back there and, and that old girl gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad as shit right there. That that did strike me. That was striking. But that game is it might be the prettiest game I've ever played in my life. Like it's just gorgeous. 
Yeah, their 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 animation and rigging is uh, some of the finest I've ever seen, uh, ever seen, ever. And I played video games for a mighty long time. Uh, the story was 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 very interesting. I like the uh, the the time travel conceit. You know what I'm saying? Where you just go back in time and you bring it back, and then you come back to the present and, and so forth and so on. It was wildly gory. Just it was some fucked up shit in that game. Oh man, my favorite thing is those bombs. Those the new bombs. The little the little, the, 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 the 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 ones you just the trap bombs. Yeah, in the um in the um the new arrows. And I didn't use the explosive arrows enough. And in fact, because I always I, most of the time I tried to go silent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I could just mark 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 without drawing attention to myself. But uh, I I I do I do want to go fuck around New Game Plus and see if I can uh, uh, get all the trophies and platinum it. And because everything's everything I have left to do to platinum is just collectibles, basically. Yeah. So I'm like I'm pretty sure. And plus, like, New Game Plus, <clears throat> I can you can turn on unlimited ammo and shit. So I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna turn on unlimited ammo and unlimited uh you know crafting supplies and just go body that bitch. And, yeah. Um, Watching those people lose limbs and stuff is very fun. <laughs> That, but like, I mean, like, like I said, spoiler <clears throat> man, her killing uh, a pregnant woman that she, that she didn't know was pregnant, yeah, was wild fucked up. I ain't seen shit like that since the, uh, reading The Walking Dead uh, graphic novel, where it's just like, yo, that was real fucked up. And uh, in that situation, it was uh, uh, Rick's wife had uh, the baby in his arms and turned around, and a woman, a woman had a shoddy and pop Rick's wife. And uh, killed that baby that was in her arms, and that that that, that shit was that shit was crazy. They said they, that's some shit they could never put in a TV show and never did, of course. So it was it was yeah, it was wild. Did you, the Rat King, the Rat King of of uh, Walker, it was a, that you come across in the bottom of the hospital. It's like a bunch of uh, infected all mushed together. Yeah, that shit was crazy, disgusting, and, and very hard. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a challenge. I, I died a couple of times on that one, and so yeah. I play. I remember uh, it's so funny. Like that game, I played that game a while ago, <clears throat> and um, I was playing in the back, and then uh, my girlfriend came in. I was like, "How many times you gonna die?" <laughs> <laughs> I died on that part so many times. No, so I play. I play. I played that game in particular on a uh, on easy. Just I really just wanted to get the story out of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was still like 30 plus hours, and and, I, and still enough of a challenge where I did die a couple of times. So fuck ups, I jumped the wrong way and I you know fall off something, you know. But uh, uh, I yeah, I, I died so many times. Like the one part where Abby got to um, go across the um, in the like a ladder across the sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I died so many times in that part. You just got—I mean, just push the damn stick the other way. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, you you can say that now, but that shit was hard. I hear you. I hear you, man. But uh, really, really, really an amazing game. It's funny. So I have been saving this entire time multiple, multiple podcasts that are spoiler, spoilers, spoiler uh, podcasts about the Last of Us Part Two. I've had them in my queue since last year. And I've never erased them, and I've held on to them. So I've been going through now, listening to people, listening to commentary about it. And as it turns out, it's things I didn't know because I didn't. Like I said, I I knew I was going to play that game eventually. I just just because I just what it was was before Last of Us Two came out. I had just finished Last of Us One, 
and I could not play them back to back. Chaffee told me I should play it back to back, and I was like, I'm glad I'm I'm so much better that I did not play them back to back. That's that would have been too much. It just would have been too much on my on my my mind at that point. But um, so I didn't know all the controversy around that game and how many people was mad about that game and so forth. So that was a that was an interesting thing to learn about. But uh, people was bitches on the internet. Hmm. And, uh, and so, like, uh, we'll, if uh, I don't know if all, all of us have watched it, but uh, the Suicide Squad is uh, I haven't watched it yet. Is well reviewed by critics and pretty well reviewed by audience as well. But the 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 score the audience score is is about uh, eight point eight eight seven or eight points lower than the critic score because people set out to review bomb that movie. Because, uh, because they uh, they 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 want the air cut of the original Suicide Squad movie, and feel like that movie wasn't given a chance, and the air cut of that movie would help lend credence to the Snyderverse, because they want that hmm. to exist. They are mad and review bombing Suicide the Suicide Squad, so. It's like people on the internet, bro, with too much time on their hands, being dumb and doing dumb shit. It's just a wild one to your boy. But other than that, my my, uh, I think I said it already. My youngest child uh, started high school today, but today not really. They're not for education. Today they just basically did a uh, orientation. They did. Uh, they they did do pretty much an orientation and introduced them to the building and the structure and their teachers and so forth. And. Uh, this is me literally turning this knob and it keeps turning itself back up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really have to work on this microphone here in a little bit to see what's going on in it. But uh, so tomorrow's the actual day of education. But also tomorrow, because both my children are in band, they have to be at at block rest and ready to practice at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. So because uh, both my kids oh, are in marching band, my, my son's last year in marching band, my 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 uh, my youngest child's first year in marching band. A wild one out there. I, I I'm I am uh wildly excited for tomorrow's game. We'll see how I keep myself together. <laughs> but uh we're playing John Marshall. Uh, not it's a non-conference game, so we can uh, you know test our medal against a non-conference foe and see how we're doing. And that'll be I think that'll be fun, and I'm excited about that. We plan on being but there. It's kind of wild that my 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 uh my oldest is about to finish high school. My my youngest is just now started it, and I took them to school this morning. I had a, I had a conversation with them. I'm a speech giver. It's who I am. It's it's it's, it's in me. So I sat there and uh, explained to them that in reality, this is the, this is the last bit of school that they have to attend. I would like them to go to college, but they don't have to go to college, and that it's way better than junior high ever was. <clears throat> junior high is a fucked up time for pe- just because. Your your body's going through it, your mind's going through it, and teachers is weird and shit. And she goes, "Yeah, I know." She goes, "They was like, that's bull. It's it's crazy how they was like, you know, what I'm saying the bell rang and they running to lock the damn door." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's weird and unnecessary." And they will swear to you is because it's gonna be hard in high school. And then it turns out high school is nothing like what they claim it to be. They're just a bunch of liars. And I go, maybe they went to a hard high school or whatever, but that's just not how it normally functions. They're just kind of a bunch of liars, and. uh I just kind of gave them a, gave them a little pep talk. Not that they needed a pep talk, but I am a pep talk giver. And I told them, told them, don't, this is like this truly is one of those times. Like these, you will meet people that you will know and love for the rest of your life, 
in high school. You will have friends that you have fucked with for years that all of a sudden won't be talking to you no more. And you kind of got to be like, okay, we just don't talk no more. And that that's okay. And uh, like I said, I just like being honest about it and, and real with them about it. And then I I don't know. I hope it settled in. I hope they heard me. And I and I hope they will uh they will they will grow off of it. I told them be bold, man. Don't be timid. As I I was timid in high school. I was wild. I was I was wildly timid in high school. And I, I know and uh I don't want my I I don't want my my children to be timid in life. I want them to to take the bull by the motherfucking horns, and I hope they do. And, and, and if opportunities for leadership or other things pop up, don't don't sleep. Take advantage of it and go be great. And I hope they do. So I I, I fuck with it, man. That's 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 basically uh these life has been that and records and <laughs> so forth and so on, and that's been the that's been the role. Uh, does Andrew get the car? Did we talk about the car when we was in Detroit? Yes. Did he have a car yet? Okay, okay. Yeah, because I bought him the cassettes uh, while we were yes, there, uh, yes, 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 in Sandusky. Yeah, yeah. So his car is uh is uh, we t- I took it to my shop, and they were like, yeah, you, you looks like you might need a new muffler, and uh, oh, he we can't he didn't it. want to get a new muffler. No, well, he wants he wants the uh, he wants the the uh, he wants a Volvo motor a muffler, and not somebody just somebody put another muffler on there. Mm-hmm. My shop is like I can't get that muffler, but go holler at my boy, tell him I sent you. And in fact, in fact, have him call me and I'll talk to him. And I okay, cool. So I took it to his boy, which is a uh, affordable mufflers over there on 131st in Lorraine. If you're on the west side of Cleveland, good mm-hmm. guy. His name is John. He's a nice guy. <laughs> and then John hits me up a couple hours. I like like I can't get this muffler. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, if you can find it on the internet, I'll gladly put it on for you. But I can't get it from nobody I know. So I finally was just like, okay, we got to take it to Volvo directly. The Volvo dealership on the west side has no appointments for the rest of the year. Wow. Oh, shit. So uh, I got an appointment for the end of the month at Volvo out in Bedford. Okay. But it's on a Monday. Bedford Auto Auto Mile. Yeah. It's on a Monday, which is school. So I'm like, but my kid gets, my, my son this year gets to leave for lunch. And he has a, a what you call it right after that, a study hall. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, Monday the 30th, we're going to ride this bitch out to Bedford, drop it off. I go, I'll, I'll meet you there. I said, I'll just get up and leave at the same time. We'll leave out the same time that we, we can get out there at the same time. We'll drop these cars off. We'll drop your car off and have them look at it. So we're going to see what they say about his muffler, his oil leak, <laughs> and, and any other things <clears throat> that come about. And, uh, See if we I can make sure his uh, his car is a safe runner. It does fine, and he he's he's he's, it, he's been doing well with it and so forth. But just in case, you know, what I'm saying I want to make sure it's, it's it's running tight before all is said and done. So my my child is, is driving around a '98 Volvo V70 wagon. It looks great. It's just old as shit. And so <laughs> with that comes you know the trouble that is old cars, but. There you go. You caught up on T's existence uh, pretty much for, for 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 the right now. I got some Patty LaBelle uh, double co- double uh, crust peach cobbler on my stove in the other room. If you was wondering, <laughs> <laughs> but, I want to try that custard pie by her from Walmart. I had her buttermilk pie. I think it was. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's wild sweet though. So I mean, huh. like I said, you know, you know. I feel like I feel like that one. That one felt like a diabetic setup. <laughs> yeah, I, um, diabetic setup. 
<laughs> no, no, we already have the title, but uh, that ain't good. You're right, you're right. That ain't bad. <laughs> but uh, you know how we do, people. Uh, in most situations, in all situations, even when we was on the road, I made a point to get an M and an asshole in. Uh, this, right. this, is one of them, this is one of them situations where I definitely got one I'm reading regardless, but we'll I'll run through all of them right quick and let you know what you think as we head to the mean streets of Reddit. Am I the asshole for not wanting my fiance's grandmother, 98 female, at our wedding? Hmm. Am I the asshole for telling another gym member to wear a bra? Yes. Hmm. Am I the asshole for not quitting my job over a colleague's crush? Am I, the, am I the asshole for refusing to send my daughter to live with my sister despite being homeless? You got access to a computer. Good. <clears throat> am I the asshole for telling my stepmom she has no rights to my baby? And. No. Am I the asshole for not putting pants on? Ever or in, in, in a specific situation? We would have to redefine. I'm Winnie the Pooh all the time. Yeah, my mine so far is the uh, one about the dude not or the person not quitting the job because of the someone liked them. Yeah, we both tilted our heads at that one. Yeah, that's the one I'd rather hear out of all of them. Well, you are definitely going to get this uh, fiance 98 at the wedding. Because I want to know about that one. Okay. So I will do that one first, and then we'll give the guys, we'll do the ones you guys want. Ever the asshole for not wanting my fiance's grandmother, 98 female at our wedding. My fiance, 30 male, and I, 28 female, are getting married next month. Everything is going great, but we've been having a serious argument about having his grandmother at our wedding. We've agreed to not have kids at our wedding as we want a reception to be a huge party for our adult friends and family with dancing, and that bitch childish. loud music, and an open bar. However, for precisely the same reasons that we don't want kids there, I don't want his elderly grandmother at our wedding either. I say she can come to the ceremony, but not the reception. It will be extremely loud, and I want it to be a party atmosphere, and she'll be extremely out of place. For context, none of my grandparents are still alive, and he still has his last living grandmother. This has caused a huge fight since she said she has always dreamed of being at her grandson's wedding. He is her oldest grandchild, and she probably won't make it to the next family wedding, which is why I said that she's more than welcome at the ceremony, but she'll just be too out of place at the reception. She's, she and he both insist that she will be fine and want to go to the party. But I just know it would inevitably lead to us dealing with her and taking care of her. And I just want to get drunk and lose and loose with all my friends. She's now really upset and won't talk to me. And my fiance is also angry. I think I am within my rights to make this request. I am the bride after all. Am am I the asshole? I'm I'm going to say yes. Because this is a grown woman. You don't know how she's ninety eight. Doesn't mean she doesn't get down. <laughs> and she says yeah. she, she said herself, "I'll be fine. I'll be fine." She's a grown woman. She can say, "I'll be fine." Mm. I'm just going wild. I don't really think she's an asshole. 
I kind of feel like, yeah, like they compromised. They said, like, you're going to the wedding. Like, if you want to have a loud, boisterous time, uh, like at your reception, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe grandma wants to grow too. I guess you want. No, go ahead. You're the asshole. Oh. Not sure how you could be more the asshole, to be honest. Oh, you're hearing you're hearing the love of your life say that this is important. You're hearing someone really important to your partner say this is important, and you're putting getting drunk ahead of that. For fuck's sake, she's been a grown adult longer than you have been alive. I'm sure she can handle any tiredness and noise as she wishes. If I was your partner, I'd be noticing the red flags. Wow. Well, what was Ace gonna say? I don't know. Maybe I just I, I just didn't care that much. <laughs> oh, if if like you usually like uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a big fan of old people. Oh. Here's another one. It old people. It says, "Op, do not marry this man." In big block letters, and then oh. the small letters beneath this, it says, "You'll make his life miserable." Wow. I'm mean. <laughs> this person says OP is too young to get married. She hasn't yet realized that old people know that young what young people get up to at weddings and parties on account of having been young once and also been to many weddings and parties themselves throughout their lives. <clears throat> OP granny is a big girl and capable of, of, ta- of taking herself to bed when she's had enough, denying her a seat at the table for the meal, speeches, cake, toast, and first dances because, because after that you'll be drunk is a lot more mortifying to you than how mortifyingly drunk you're planning to get. Uh, yeah, in case you didn't know, uh, uh, Reddit decided this person was the asshole. Uh, I agree they're the asshole. And uh, I would, uh, you know how I get, that, that would be enough to me to say, maybe we shouldn't be getting married. Piss off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's a... Old people know what young people do, and they were young once too. They, I mean, she she's ninety eight. They probably used cocaine as a novocaine when she went to the dentist. She she can fucking party. Probably so. Oh, shit. Uh, let's check out uh, the one the fellas wanted to read, and that is Emma the asshole for not quitting my job over a colleague's crush. All right, let's guess. Oh yeah, we didn't guess the last one, but yeah, who cares? What do you do? We, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say not the asshole. Why should anybody quit, quit their job over some bullshit? But we'll see. Right, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna the say, asshole. I hate to make it unanimous, but I don't see how this person is gonna be the asshole. You don't give up a good paying job just because someone has a crush on you. I, 32 female, live with my partner, 44 male, and work in research. My primary colleague. 30 male, and I have worked together for about two years on a major project involving significant intellectual and labor contributions from both of us. The project is expected to span at least another two years and is vital to both our careers. Not long ago, my colleague confessed to me that he is and has been infatuated or in love with me for pretty much the duration. I didn't say crush. It took place via a long email that was written after an evening of drinking that was totally unexpected. In retrospect, there may have been some signs, but nothing that wouldn't just as easily be accounted for by a considerate personality. Shortly after his confession, I came to my husband with the issue. 
I wanted to get his advice about the situation and showed him the drafts which I'd composed and to organize my thoughts on the matter. They stated unequivocally that I am not interested in a romantic relationship and hope these feelings won't complicate our work together. I was again surprised at my husband's reaction. He seemed offended to think that I must have invited my colleagues' affections and that I should immediately quit my job, as in put in notice tomorrow. I was so taken aback by my aback, my immediate reaction was to laugh, snort at this suggestion, which was probably a mistake. That would be utterly disastrous for my career and isn't an option I'm willing to consider. I greatly prefer the entire scenario had never happened at a difficult and lengthy project, as a difficult and lengthy project hangs in the balance. But I have no real concern at this point about my colleague forcing the issue or letting it compromise our work. It seemed like an intoxicated getting my feelings off my chest. I'll need to put a lot of thought and caution into how I proceed with the work dynamic, but abandoning our project isn't even on the table. About a week has passed. My husband has been alternating between irate and the silent treatment and suggesting several times that I should move out of the house to be with my new spouse. Oh, damn. Today, I swung by the house on my lunch break and found the locks changed and my what? luggage and my luggage on the patio. I've been blocked on his work number and sale. Obviously, he cannot possibly intend for me to move out and is just pulling what I absolutely believe to be an asshole power soak. But seeing how seriously he's taking this ha has my doubts up. Maybe I was ultimately too uncompromising when I refused to even entertain quitting my job for the sake of conversation and his feelings and to shut the ideal down so abruptly. Am I the asshole? No. I still know. Up wow. Now, oh. Hubby, hubby called me. Long story short, he's been extremely anxious each day when I leave for work and doubled from and buckled from the pressure today. I'm welcome back home once I've quit my job, which is obviously still unacceptable. I'm considering taking a week of accrued paid leave, which will hopefully result in an adult conversation with the husband, as well as coming to a decision about how best to handle colleague. That failing, I'm hearing the word lawyer loud and clear throughout these comments. I'm grateful for all the support and perspective. Update yeah. two. Oh. Mm. I ended up calling my sister 38 female, something I avoided initially because I didn't want to stir the pot by involving family members who were already disliked by my husband. I'm currently with her and cousin 35 male who are both supportive. Our plan is to call a locksmith tomorrow to regain access to the property. Husband can ruminate with friends or at a hotel for the per for the present. For cousin to collect some important things of mine from the house and for me to stay with my sister a few days while I take a hard look at my situation and options. I'm not set on divorce at this point, but I definitely need to reassess some very basic boundaries before exploring further discussion with my husband. Thank you, strangers on Reddit, for helping me emerge from the emotional haze with some clarity. So, had those, updates not been, had those updates not been sitting there, I would have immediately said, <clears throat> fuck that dude, leave him. <clears throat> because that silent treatment shit is, is, not a, is not the move. That's from a guy who used to be a silent treatment giver. Trust me, it's some bullshit. 
It's unnecessary and grown-ups talk. It's just what it is. You can be mad for a little bit and you got to gather your thoughts to do that. But it's different than the silent treatment. And you know that. That shit right there is uh, lightweight abusive and kind of fucked up. And somebody telling you to quit your job and, again, abusing you in a way, by, in my opinion, by the silent treatment and so forth and so on, is the largest red waving flags ever. And enough for me to be like, again, I know I'm, I'm real loose with like, you got to get the fuck up out of there with these am I assholes. But I feel like that's a situation where you got to get the fuck up out of there. I think she's right. the I do agree with you with that one. And this motherfucker proved it by changing the locks on the door and putting her fucking, fucking putting her, her, her clothes out on the porch. Just terrible. Just a terrible person. And she comes to him with, you know, an expectation of like, hey, man, how, how can I express to this fucker that uh, I ain't down I ain't with, with bullshit, but I got but we got a job to do. You know what I'm saying? And so I'd like to be able to get this job done. And, and this and this is this is, the, is what what he what he decides to do instead of trashy burn, burn throw the whole man away and burn that shit because <laughs> fuck that that is that is that is awful uh let's see this we got the big red uh box you know what I'm i always like those because that means what it means is the people have uh, awarded it a lot and they've also given it a lot of thumbs up so that's they've liked not thumbs up they arrows up is how they work on reddit or Except if it's up. 69, you always stop at 69. Burgers up if you're on the Doughboys uh, subreddit. And this says, uh, I advise the opposite. Maintaining residence is important for deciding who gets the house. And in some states, inherited properties are still considered shared assets. Call the cops, tell them that husband is illegally evicting her from the property he does not own, and have them, uh, have them read him the riot act. The police record will be a great asset. <laughs> Wow. That was not worth all the thumbs up in the red box. Red, you be wild sometimes. That's good advice, to, though. I don't mean solid legal advice, but you know, I'm trying to see if I see anything else. He locked you out of your out of your own home. He is telling you to leave, whether or not it makes sense for you. This is not just a tantrum. Please go talk to a lawyer. Here's the thing: if you don't end up meeting end up needing legal advice, but you somehow, but you some, but you got some anyhow, no harm done. If you did really need legal advice but didn't get it, you'll end up really sorry. I can't. I can only help you to know your rights here and understand how to protect them. And that's that's again, yeah. You definitely should be talking to. Uh, yeah, you should, definitely be seeking, you should definitely be seeking legal counsel in a matter like this. Uh, that was a great one. Thank you for uh, having me read it, fellas. That, that that right there was a was a was, was a right banger. It's a, it's wow. a good amateur asshole. A couple of good amateur assholes this week. I'm glad we got to read them out to you. Uh, let's check. A bunch of people who shouldn't be getting married or shouldn't be married or anymore. Jesus Christ! Yeah, bro, it went down real fast for the relationships in this episode. I'm gonna check the email and I'm gonna check the voicemail just in case. I don't make it home tonight. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything in the voicemail. We did get a call. We have been getting some calls, but no voicemails. So the that car was this, uh, uh, trying to reach us about our car's uh, uh, warranty. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of the Medicaid calls lately, too. And they hang up on me as soon as I say, I got insurance through my work. And they don't even apologize for calling me. So I had uh, these, these guys repping Verizon show up at my house the other day. Selling internet 
And uh, I, I and then I was uh, so interested because I actually would like to have fiber internet if I could have it because it's so fast. And so I asked the man, y'all doing fiber in my neighborhood? Directly that question. And like, yeah, we are. And it's this much, and it costs this much. I go, good, good. I go, okay, well, I'm at work right now, so I can't really talk to y'all. But I'm very interested, and I, I, I like to research this and see what's going on. I, of course, go to research it, and they don't got no fucking fiber in my neighborhood. What they offer is 5G home internet. I uh, I get it. 5G is supposed to be so great and super fast and all that good shit, but I could never depend on 5G internet or what I do in this house and how much we do it. So, so both of us work. Both of us work from home. I have you know two kids that are are of course highly online. You know what I'm saying? No fucking way I could just use basically a souped up souped up cell service as my home's internet backbone. And so I wish I I wish I could have hollered back at old boy and be like, you try to hustle me, man. I asked you if it was fiber directly and you told me it was, and it's not. But it's okay. Next time they come by, because it will be a next time. I'll I will uh, I'll have set, I will have that conversation with them. Little bitches. No feedback this week. So uh we, we keep it motherfucking moving. Uh all the way here at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you the show's title is Some Little Amish Baby, because that shit made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> your alternate title, your alternate title, The Miracle Monkey of Toledo. So, uh, man, I, I, I kind of wanted it to be The Miracle Monkey of Toledo, but, you know. <laughs> so uh, those, are, uh, those are your various little titles that you'll see uh, around the internet when you see this show go up. I, I, I'll share that with you right now. Here at the end of the show, uh, you know what it is. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Please subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels. Uh, follow us over on Twitter. When we tweet the show, please retweet the show. Let that is the thing. If you ever wonder how can I help these guys out that isn't just money, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't say if you want to help us out financially and got a couple bucks to toss away, please head on over to Patreon and give us a support. Members of the five dollar and above tier. Get extra content each month, early access to new shows, and so forth and so on. You could buy a shirt, but what really, really, really keeps the needle moving is you sharing us with other people. You telling people, hey, I'm listening to this show. It's pretty dope. Helps. You uh, retweeting uh, our, the tweets of the, with the episode. Helps. You sharing the YouTube links. It helps. That is what gets the ground. That's what gets it motherfucking moving. There's this TikTok channel that is a, of a, a TikTok channel of a podcast. And what are they fucking doing on that shit? Reading Am of the Asshole, something we've been doing fucking forever. And they are wildly successful and popular doing what we've been doing. I hate it. Makes me angry that they that, 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 that they doing what we've been doing and they getting success off of it. And they've been doing it for way less than we've been doing it. But it's helpful. It's helpful if you, the listener, go out and, like I said, share what we're doing, share our work, and tell motherfuckers, hey, man, you should be fucking with these guys. They're great. We are that's, great. How that's how you get down with the get down. Thank you for that. Uh, it's a sale over at T Public right now. It's, basically, they've been having a sale every week. I don't know what's going on in the world of T Public, but uh, it, the sale that I'm telling you about right now is probably over already. But if you go check right now, it's probably another sale happening right now over at T Public. So go buy, go buy some merch. We got everything: clocks, notebooks, school about to start. You may need a steak, scrunchie, milk notebook, shirts. Magnet stickers, the works—they're all available over at the T Public store. 
Go take advantage. Uh, feel free. Give us a call at 216-302-8763. That's 216-302-8-POD. Certainly love to hear from you. You want to you do it the, the, the old school way, the long way, give us an email. Podcast at StaysCrunchyAndMilk.com. That's podcast at StaysCrunchyAndMilk.com. Again, we'd certainly love to hear from you. Our missing man this week is Lunchbox2099. Show the man some love. Hope he feels better. And uh, and we'll be back uh, be back around next week. Uh, Tatum216. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, the real ODP. We hope he's been recording. But his files are growing, so I, that has to mean he's recording, right? That's not I, I, I hope so. <laughs> you miss all this great vomit story. Vomit stories. <laughs> I am the Internet's Table 713. You've just been podcasting. I know you loved it. And also, he knows how to uh, pick out a, a prostitute from the street. You do? No, you do, not me. Uh, me? Yeah. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.